need I need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We wear Steve Kim. Got trend the cut. What up, what up, what up, man? The real coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to a conclusion that it's man, I'm ready to in any metric coach you cannot have russell wilson here. nick gave me my first offer like it, it, you gotta have that story you gotta be marketing hockey football baseball then basketball oh i love this fucking show so much are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m <laughs> i'm 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 elated that i can be able to coach that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown, kill the ass around. We want the game to miss them, we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we kill the ass around. We want the game to miss them, we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Derek? Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm sorry, JB. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the, the signal was horrible. I don't get it. Guess what? All right. Appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Stop Big playing. Smitty. Your problem's been solved. We got a partner with Mint Mobile? You talking about Ryan Reynolds' Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Hold on. Let let me Google this real quick. You can try mintmobile.com slash CoachJB and get three months free when you use the promo code CoachJB. Hey, man, I did did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you wasn't playing around. They got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30 unlimited everything speed coverage data access to 5g unlimited talk text mobile hotspots you can talk in mexico talk in canada and they're built on the nation's largest 5g network are you kidding me jb hey and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service big wireless wants to think it's hard they want you to think it's hard big smitty but switching a minute is super easy thanks to digital e sim cards which most phones now have you can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. That's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor using promo code Coach JB. TryMintMobile.com. This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. And hold on, JB. I just read this. this is last but not least. Last but not least, man. Hey, y'all, don't be duped by Big Wireless right now. I'm telling you, right now. Mint Mobile is, is through January 1st. You will receive an additional three months free, 90 days, three months free if you purchase a three-month plan using our link below. So, hey, I, I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They they crazy. The, the, the line, it, it, it never works. The signal is out, and it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. Big <laughs> Smith, I'm calling you right now.
JV, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, clear as day. I hear you clear. The new promo code, Coach JB, right here, three months free. Mint Mobile, try mintmobile.com slash Coach JB and get you there free. Three months off, family deals, all deals, short, fat, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love. We'll see you later. Peace. Cooked meat. I got bitches, cookies. Someone just made me some cookies last night. Oh, what up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Real Coach JB coming at you live, 6 a.m. Pacific. And this is why this is the realest Coach JB show on planet Earth. Because I'm just talking to TikTok, talking shit, smoking sticks. Big Smitty. <laughs> What's going on, JB? I didn't know we were I didn't know we was live. You know what I mean? I was, I was letting TikTok know that they, they said, is you happy in life? I'm like, hell yeah. Shit. Happy as hell. Vegas <laughs> every week. Arizona every week. Uh, bitches. EAs. Cookies. I just got some chocolate chip cookies made last night. Ooh, homemade? Homemade? Man, your camera looks horrible today, but yeah. What's wrong with my camera? I look good on maybe, my end. Maybe it'll come in. Maybe it'll come out. I think you on uh, Boost Mobile instead of Mint Mobile. I might switch my internet over to Mint Mobile too. Then I, I, I thought it was just the phone, but hey, man, it's official. We finally, we are officially with Mint Mobile. JB, man, I'm turned up. I switched my phone over, man. My phone is amazing right now, man. You, you see mobile. the come on now. You see the background. I'm feeling good, JB. And the countdown starts now. We need a thousand people to join the, the the wagon, join the boat with us, man. We we should do a countdown from now to the new year. We should put like a little ticker or something. Start off with a thousand. As, as each person sign up, we you know we could nine ninety nine, nine ninety eight, nine ninety seven, all the way till we get to that perfect number, that zero yep, number, yep. and everyone's joining, man. Need your camera just cleared up. Your camera just came right in. Like it's crazy. It's like. I don't know. It's racist. Probably racist camera. It realized, you know what I'm saying? It was focused yep. on me. You gave me you gave me the camera. You gave yeah. Yeah. Focused on me first, and then it goes to you. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh this show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Make sure you head on over to Prize Picks plus betonline.ag. Use the promo code Coach JB. Uh, we got bet online. Make sure you use the promo code believe B L E A V 50% off plus welcome bonus and AQMS solve all your moving needs. AQMS 1-888-233-3110. Move your car, your house, your, your furniture, your, 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 move anything you want. Call AQMS 888-233-3110. Big Smith, let's get the quote of the day started right out the gate. Uh, brought to you by Bet Online. Life is like looking for your phone most of the time. It's in your hand. <laughs> it's Golly, so right in your and hand. Mint Mobile could be in your hand too today if you sign up. Using our promo code, the website, we just put it down there on the ticker. Mint Mobile, you could be in your hand too, just like life. <laughs> just Stop like looking life. for life. Stop looking for life, dog. Everyone looks for life. It's right here. 
<laughs> Come on now, right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, contrary to belief, brought to you by Prize Picks, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes. That's how the world is. That's how the world is, dog. Motherfuckers make up lies on the internet. They share. They're sharing about me on TikTok right now. Twitter. They making it's all the way around. Uh, Germany already heard the lie. China. Roof mix, Smitty. I'm over here like, damn. Now I gotta go get on the internet say that it's a lie. You know what I mean? But it's already around the world, Big Smitty. It's a damn shame. People love negativity. People love lies, JB, because it just yeah. it, it makes it makes for a good story. Sometimes it the is. truth is boring, JB, and they don't like to hear that. That's the problem. Yeah, that's why I tell the truth. Because if you lie, you gotta remember shit. I don't want to remember nothing. Um, yeah, I'm too lazy. Most people don't listen with the intent to understand, Big Smitty. They hear with the intent to reply, contrary to belief. Oh man, ain't nobody trying to listen. They only they they talk they're looking at your lips, hearing you, and then all there. If you ever talk to a person and they already like this, because they're about to talk while you talking. They know how how you listening when you ready to talk already, homie. Come on now, that's how it is, man. That's how it is. Sometimes you gotta even in relationships too. Sometimes I've had to learn this myself. I'm like, you know what, Darnell, don't respond, don't say nothing, just sit here, just listen to your wife, listen. You ain't got to respond. Hear her out. Speak afterwards, maybe, but just hear her out. Joe Core just changed over three phones on my AT&T plan to Mint Mobile for $200 for six months total. I currently pay $245 a month. Use that code, too. Thanks, Code JB and Big Smitty. Smash the like button. So, okay, we got one already, y'all. We need $9.99, man. Who's going to be the next one? I saw a comment earlier, JB. Wooski, Big Wooski said he was going to switch over. You know, I live in Wolski. It works. Smitty, your internet is horrific today. I don't know what's going on with your shit. Um, is that big Smitty Bailey? Damn, his shit is horrific today. He got Boost Mobile today, don't he? I can, can barely even see. Huh? Can y'all hear me? I hear you now, but you froze. Your, inter- your, your camera is so fuzzy, it looked like 70 Zenith. <laughs> I'm, ref- I'm about to refresh the camera there. Hold it down for hold it down for a minute 30. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if I can go to the settings and f- fix the camera. I don't think it's the camera. It's the internet. Uh, I think it's Boost Mobile. <laughs> uh, I love the camera. I love the comments. Uh God damn, he he on some Boost Mobile shit like him. He's on Walmart, go get a card shit. Let's run through the rundown real quick. Uh, but first, before that, let me get you the, the poll question. Should Draymond Green be suspended for the year? Drop your comments in the section below. That happened late last night. If you're on the West Coast, on the East Coast, you probably didn't even see it. On the West Coast, it happened last night. Draymond Green hit another cat. Uh, it, 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 it's it's unbelievable. We're gonna should he be suspended for the year? I'm kind of over the cat, but we're gonna break that down. But let's get into the rundown real quick. The, the thumbnails: Tommy DeVito, Gabagool, Gabagool, 
all this bullshit, gobble ghoul shit. He's got a mobster agent who was like a walk-on high school player. He looked like a straight-up goober. Um, Tommy DeVito, Mr. Gobble Ghoul himself, is basically taking over the internet. And uh, it's becoming quite crazy. His agent is taking over the internet by storm, looking like a mobster. Um, you know, here it is, man. He's taking the NFL by storm. And all the small people who thought a nobody could become a somebody as he has won three straight for the number one media market in the world, New York, for the Giants. A University of Illinois player who transferred via Syracuse. This guy threw 15 touchdowns and four interceptions in college. Um. He's taking the internet by storm. And I'm just going to be honest, ESPN and Barstool are now reporting things out there like he, over the last three games, is on MVP pace. And I'm <laughs> sitting there. I'm sitting there like, are you kidding me? MVP pace? Yeah, you clear now. Come on now. You they know say I mean? Tommy DeVito is on MVP pace after three weeks. This motherfucker threw for 150 yards. Ridiculous, bro. <laughs> They, they, listen. New excellence, Big Smitty. We're gonna dive into it though. Yeah. But number two part of this show, where, where we at, Big Smitty? Can you catch us up? I'm gonna catch us up like we ain't got no mustard, man. Draymond Green is back at it again, JB. I finally had the time to watch some basketball, man. I thought I had a good game, man. Warriors versus Suns and Draymond Green, man. Look at this dude. He swung back, arm goes back, hits a kids a Nurkic in the face. Like, JB, what would you do if this was your player or if you was even a teammate or opposition? Like, this, what would you do with this cat, man? Like, what is Draymond doing? I don't know, man. I suspend him. That's the poll question, Big Smitty. I, I put the poll question out there. Would you suspend Draymond Green for a year? That is the poll question uh, while you were gone. I don't know. What's your? What would you answer that question with? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the only option you got right now is to suspend him. And then if after suspension he comes back and he's worse or he's still doing the same thing, it sounds crazy, but you're going to have to, like, trade him or part ways somehow. Because yeah. this Golden State Warriors team, I don't want to deep dive into it, but, like, they're not the same no more. So it yeah. might be time to move on from Draymond. We're going to get into it. Bill yeah. Belichick is in the news. Could he be moving on sooner than later? Robert Kraft comes out and says he's made a decision, and it came after the Germany game last month, rumor has it. Can't mm. believe it. Can't uh, wait to see how this unfolds. And if it is true, ah, I don't know how I feel. I'm kind of, I'm kind of Bill Parsh. I'm kind of Bill Belichick, uh, pro Bill Belichick. And I kind of think it would be a shitty thing to do if you're Robert Kraft, the New England Patriot fan base, and everybody else who thinks Belichick needs to go. I think is smoking crack. We're gonna dive into it. Man, oh man, we shall see. Uh, next up, though, man, what is Trayvon Diggs wearing? Now, he had a certain swag that I don't know if uh, JB is a big fan of right here. You know, uh, came in, and this is actually Stefan Diggs, excuse me, came in, you know what I mean, big black pants on looking like Blade. And I know a lot of players are focusing on their fashion, man. So that's Stefan Diggs there, but. It's more, it's bigger than Stefan did, JB. We see a lot of players out here with this unique fashion in the NBA as well. So we're going to dive into that as well. That shit is crazy. Uh, Mike Tomlin says George Pickens. 
is becoming a distraction, Big Smitty, in the locker room. He also says, we get that you have an issue. We get that we have issues as a team. But if you offer no solution and only bitch and moan, then you are a problem. Mm. Fully agree. Fully agree. Come on, man. Listen, problems with no solutions, man. I'm a solution-based guy, so I feel I agree with him on that as well. Uh, moving on to another guy who doesn't have any solutions right now. The Vikings officially bench Dobbs, Josh Dobbs, after acquiring him a month ago uh, after he started off 2-0. and uh, Since then, he's been horrible, if I'm being honest, man. And uh, Yeah, I, listen, I, I got a lot to say about that topic. We'll, we'll put it that way. Yeah, I'm kind of confused on it. I don't really think uh, – I don't know. We're going to dive into that. Florida AG investigating college football playoff over the Florida State University's exclusion from the playoff Final Four. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody announced Tuesday that she is launching an investigation into the college football playoff selection committee over the decision to leave Florida State out of the top four. Moody said the state's antitrust division is sending a civil investigative demand to the committee. For more information about the nature of the possible contracts, conspiracies, and restraint uh, of trade or monopolization of trade and commerce relating to anti-competitive effects of the college football playoff. Basically, she's going to do a deep dive into, is ESPN involved? You got, a, you got a guy on the board whose brother's with an ESPN executive just broke news last week. All these things, they're going to do a deep dive. I don't know what comes of it. You're not going to, you're not going to kick a team out and bring them in this late. Um, right. So I, I, I don't know what's going to come of it. But at least, hey, shout out to them to to defend their team. I wish California would do that. We won't do it. We won't. We, we wouldn't even care. It would have been over already. We'd have been like, all right, man, man, good job next year. Uh, shout out to Florida and the administrators who stick up for the kids. Uh, I'm not the only one. Apparently, I, I'm glad that's true. Yes, sir, man. Moving to the NFL, kind of some, I guess, bittersweet news, depending how you look at it. But ex-Bills punter and San Diego State alum, Eraser, has his R-A-P-E lawsuit dropped by the accuser. But the question is, man, is it too little, too late? He's already been blackballed by the NFL. Nobody has called him. It's Like I said, it's kind of bittersweet, JB. I mean, it's sweet that, you know, the truth came out. Bitter that his career might already be ruined. So. Yeah, it's kind of a fucked up deal. I just, where's Brenda Tracy? Oh, all right. Anyway, the Lakers played Dallas after winning the in-season tournament, and I bet $100 against them, Big Smitty, and I won because I Ooh. knew their ass would no-show. I knew AD was inconsistent. I knew LeBron would show up because that's what he does. He got 65 fantasy points for me last night, but AD did nothing. They didn't show up. The rest of the team didn't show up. Prince showed up. He got me 30 fantasy points. Prince got him on the low. The rest of the team didn't show up. White Chocolate didn't show up. Dallas, Dallas gets it done. And Luca showed up. We going to dive into that, JB, because you got it wrong, man. Luka you got it wrong. Up. LeBron hooped, AD hooped, and Austin Reeves had a good game. The Dallas just, right. right. just played better. They I knew played. they wasn't going to do what they did on Saturday. That's my point. Like, they didn't hit. I watched the game. They did not do 
what they needed to do down the stretch. And that is my point on AD. I know AD got numbers, but AD choked big time minute after big time minute down the cru- down the clutch. That is my point. And the white cat who Austin had Reeves. 30 in the first half in the in the game against the Pacers on Saturday, damn near. What do you have? 24 in the first half. You know I like to throw extras and exaggerate. Yeah. He had 24, which was an all-time high for him in one half last week. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think he did shit in the second half. This is, again, puts up decent numbers, but then he throws the ball away. Then he throws the ball away again. Then he turns it over again. Then he does some dumb no-look shit. Come on, man. Make the common play look common. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing this crazy shit. Dallas should not beat the Lakers. They shouldn't. They beat them. All Dallas right. Dallas is who they are, dog. Come on. You just I beat you, last year, Big Smitty. I heard you saying Luca's a bad. <laughs> hey, Luca's a bad boy. You asked me, you asked me if LeBron was in my top five the other day, and I said I said no. And one of those guys I listed in that top five was Luca Doncic. He's a bad man right there. But we're gonna talk about that in, uh, in exhaustion a little bit later today. But moving back to the NFL, the Jets reportedly have told Zach Wilson that he will be traded. After this season, man, according to ML Football, Zach Wilson. I'm not, listen, I'm not surprised, actually. I just wonder what can you get from him on the trade market with the ups and downs. We're going to dive into that, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, my boy's son, DJ Ugalele, to Florida State, back to the ACC. Is that going to happen? They visited. He visited. Mike Norvell knows him well from recruiting him in high school. So I could see the fit going back to try to give Clemson a shit sandwich. I could see it. But to me, it's just like, dog, we're moving around too damn much. This is like NFL free agency. And it's like it's starting to sicken me. Um, I don't know. Hey, Josh, I'm a fuck up his name. It's my homeboy, his son, and I can't even say his name. You know, I ain't gonna try to fuck up. I'm gonna fuck his name up. Uh, ukulele. <laughs> I really don't know how to say it though. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. I, I might be googling this, like, listen and lock in. Hey, I said, I said the most Polynesian used musical instrument in the world is what I call that motherfucker last name. Ukulele, yeah. <laughs> But that's that's dinner. That's dinner. How it look like it, it sound though. Like ukulele. Like I'm looking at it right now. That's how it look like it sounds. So, uh, uh, but moving on, man. NFL. So Al Michaels, legend, the legend. Al Michaels has been told that he won't call the ABC, NBC playoff games this year for the first time in 50 years. What's going on with that, JB? Uh, that's crazy to me. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw him at Craig's in L.A. Uh, Steakhouse? Yeah, I I don't know, man. That's going to be uh, it's kind of sad. He's probably, probably trying to out the old guys, even though I think he's still the best call. I think he's still the best voice um, on in sports, but they're going to try to get rid of him. Uh, they're going to out him, probably Lee Corso. I'm, I'm assuming ESPN's got to move on from him. If, they, if, if they're going to move on from Al Michaels, Lee Corso got to go. Uh, he has no cognitive skills. Like, unfortunately, I love Lee Corso. But, dog, it's a bad look for having him on TV when you can't really say anything anymore. It's bad, bad look. You got to cover him up and stuff. I I, I got to see Al Michaels. Uh, I, I can see Al Michaels do this for another five years. Lee Corso can't do it for another five minutes, unfortunately. Yeah. Georgia. 
considered the favorite to land Florida running back transfer Trevor Etienne, the brother of Travis Etienne, who plays for the Jaguars. Georgia gets him. See, this is my thing. If you're the best recruiter in America in the portal, like they say Dion is, why Dion ain't got this cat? He's a Florida kid, buried roots. Dion's a Florida boy. Go get this kid. I want to see that kid get got by Colorado. That's a splash. But now we're being nitpicky, though, Jerry. You can't get everybody. When you recruited, you got a lot of great players, but you didn't get everybody you wanted. Don't, don't sit here and say you did. You didn't get – JB, stop. Stop. You did not get every single body you wanted every single year. Ain't no recruiter in the world did that. Stop. See, I can't see. That's why I can't hang with JB, man. I, you, mean, you, I don't even want to – I don't even want to – I mean – Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. You can ask people. <laughs> you can ask people. I mean – you got a hundred percent rake ranking when it comes to getting every remember, single remember, player you wanted. Two ways. Remember, recruiting goes two ways. Recruiting, you 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 get your guys and you put your 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 A list recruits here, your B's, your C's, your D's, and your F's. You go to D's and F's when you need numbers to fill to fill dorm rooms. Let's just be clear. I never lost an A. Freddie Mac, oh soft ass. I never lost an A. <laughs> Y'all be beefing for nothing. I never people. lost an A. Never. Never lost an A. Never. Ask them. You better ask these motherfuckers in here. A, guys, I got. B, guys, I pretty much got. Now, B, guys, remember, I'm rolling over every, every signing period. So, my B, guys, guess what they are? They what? think they're A, guys, at a shittier college. See, right. I don't want to drop too much recruiting knowledge on y'all because I don't want to. Because, see, I can sit here and talk about all this shit the whole time and you'll never understand it. But B guys came and B guys that played for me ended up going power five. B guys that didn't come to me ended up going nowhere. So my A guys, I never lost. And that was what we're talking about. ATN's an A guy. He's in the portal. This is the portal for A-list guys. I'm going to get all of them. Period. That's just what I do. But I'm cat, according to Freddie Mac. <laughs> All right, man. Moving on to the NFL. Vikings offensive coordinator Wes Phillips addressed his arrest on a DUI charge from late last Friday. Can't wait to play that video. You can hear his response. We can dive into that. But I don't got a job. <laughs> about who you know it's about who you know anyway anyway lebron completely ignores the national anthem and sits down at the usc game big smitty this is catching national global news it i I mean this is just it's another thing i think half of it's they're they're nitpicky on him because of his britney griner defense number one i think already put him in a negative light number two Everybody's waiting to go after that motherfucker just for anything he does because of, you know, just shut up and ball play and all, all the shit that's happened. So, listen, I don't know. I didn't really watch it. I don't really care. I think a lot of it's an attention-seeking grab. Uh, he walked in with his kids and his whole family, sets down. I didn't really watch it like that. I just think people use it for clickbait. Listen, I don't even care anymore. Um we all have our own thoughts about the cat. 
We all have our own uh, beliefs and all that. It is what it is. We already know where he stands. I'm good on the whole topic. Like, it is what it is. Like, I'm tired of talking about the motherfucker. Everything he does off the court or off the, uh, you know, where he makes his big money right, right. is just kind of like a, a clickbait. I, I just, I don't know. That's kind of yeah. like there, There's certain things, JB, and I know this is supposed to be our last talk, but I think this is a quicker one. There's just certain things where it's like, all right, y'all. Like, I get, you know, on the court, I might not be a fan of his. I might not like the way he does that. I might not like that he passes the ball during the last minute of the game. I might not like, you know, a lot of stuff on the court. But when we get to a point where we're nitpicking this, like, a little thing like this, like, he's walking, like, he's him and his little girl is trying to go to their seats, and it's during the National Anthem. We're going to make a big deal over this. When I've, I've been to numerous games where – People are in the concession stand during during the anthem. They're fuck, they're using the bathroom. They're on their phones. They're 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 standing up, but they're texting. So it's like, come on, bro. Let's not act like the national anthem. We all just start to praise and worship the flag. And no, that's not how it goes down, man. We're just making it a big deal because it's LeBron and people. They don't like LeBron, so they try to find any little things to nitpick, and they're gonna just blow it out of proportion. It was not that big of a deal. He didn't, he wasn't disrespecting it. He got there when he got there and he's not about to just sit there in the corner because he's not a regular person. Life ain't fair. Sorry is what it is. If he was just little old Dar, little old Darnell from, from our little old whoever from around the block, maybe they got to sit over there and wait. This is LeBron James. It's, he, it's twofold. It's, it's twofold. He also has to know how to read a room and know he's LeBron James. You got to also know your LeBron James, dog. Anything you tweet, anything you do, if it, especially with the, the how the half the country looks at him. Um, yeah, but like JB, like I, I, I just think he should have stopped and just sat, just stood, like just stand, just sit there, like just walk. You, you're walking in the middle of it. That's kind of seems like either a bad PR is around you. Hey, dog, how about if you just just real quick, Smitty, be honest. If you don't see him during the national anthem, is this an issue today? No, Fuck it's not. no. How no, about you not. stay outside? You're in a tunnel until the shit's over, homie. To me, it's like he wanted to grab. He wanted to grab. Like, yeah. why would your team let you walk in during the national anthem then? Anyway, we, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get, we'll into, get it. into it. Uh, we'll get into, we'll get into it. it. It's all petty to me. I agree with you on on ha half of motherfuckers aren't even. They're, they're, they are taking a piss or getting hot dog. I agree. I'm not that big on the whole thing. I don't really give a shit to me because it doesn't mean nothing to me. He don't mean shit to me. But at the same time, it seems like something's up. It's always something. It's always Brittany Griner and fucking should like it's something, homie. It's like it's a grab. But we're going to dive into it. I got to start my morning rant with you. Because I got to be honest, Big Smitty, we got to dive into something that's bigger than. <sighs> Than, than this. Cam Newton has come out another mainstream voice and has basically verbatim, not just kind of verbatim, said exactly what I've been saying for fucking three years. Somebody's watching this show. Somebody's passing our shit along, our shorts, our verticals, our clips. Don't tell me that Cam Newton's come out and said that quarterback play is at an all-time low. Like, ESPN and Barstool just came out and said Tommy DeVito, Big Smitty, 
is now in the MVP conversation after three games because he won three games in a row. He thrown, he's averaged 150 yards. He's playing at an MVP level? Quick break. What are we talking about? We have nothing but game managers. I've been saying this for three years. Go check the receipts. I've been saying we have game managers playing in the NFL, and I don't see any game changers in the league. I've been saying this. There's no more Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady's, Troy Aikman's, John Elway's, Dan Marino's, Steve Young's, Michael Vick's. There is no more of those game changers. We are asking more guys to not lose the game than we are asking guys to not to go win it. And I'm just telling you, Big Smitty, I literally have said these exact words for years on this show. And I don't know if you've seen the clip, Bailey. I don't know if you could find the clip of Cam Newton saying what he said. Actually, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Brack Parody, like, Brack but Park. Brock, let's, they're not winning because of him. He's not turning the ball over. He's managing the game. And if we were to put that in its own right as game managers, Brock, Parody, Tua Tonga Valoa, Jared Goff, and really, Dak Prescott. Mm. These are game managers. They're, they're not difference makers. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. That's, listen, motherfucker, I don't give a damn what you do. You don't have to score every. That motherfucker sounds exactly like me. Listen, motherfucker. I mean, are you shitting me? I got all I gotta say, Big Smitty. I'm kind of tired. These motherfuckers looking at and taking our shit. I've been the first guy on this tip. No one can say different. No one can say because I heard nobody come out and say the shit I've been conviction on, uh, the shit I've standed on and been conviction had the conviction that I share. No one's matched it. Mahomes, all the other guys I've been saying this about, Smitty. You know better than anybody how much heat I take, how much hate I get. Is Cam Newton? Telling the truth, or is he a hater? I'm just trying to ask because I'm seeing the comments already. He's 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 just mad and he's just hot that he's not in the league no more and blah blah blah. Where are you at with this? Basically, this comment that he's made on a podcast yesterday. Um, so I think he's telling the truth, but I think he used some bad examples. Like, this season, you can't call Dak Prescott a game manager. And I'm not just looking at his numbers. I'm watching the games himself. I'm seeing the throws he's making down the field. I'm seeing him throw guys open. I'm seeing him get the ball to Brandon because I'm seeing him, you know, get the ball to C.D. Lamb in certain places that he he had consistently done that, um, you know, year in and year out. You know, I'm seeing him have the, the best year that I've seen Dak have prior of his career. So some of the examples that he used for game managers is I didn't like I, even Jared Goff, you know, and I know Jared Goff's season has been has been up and down, but I can't call Jared Goff a game manager. To me, a game manager is someone who's who's very limited when it comes to the actual skill set part of the quarterback position, and who literally just like you said, a Jimmy, a Jimmy G, you know, uh, is a guy who I would say the game manager. Uh, Brock Brock Purdy. <sighs> To an extent, but I'm not even gonna lie. Even, even Brock Purdy, Jake, I'm gonna be real. You really watch that tape, and like he 
like every play ain't just a screen. Every play ain't a quick two yard slam. Like there's times where I'm like, okay, like he he could have checked it down right here, but instead he threw it down there 30 yards to Ayuk or 30 or 40 yards to to Debo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's just it, some of the examples I didn't like, but the overall, I guess, message of quarterback play being at an all time low. Yeah, I've told you that I've hopped on the bandwagon with you. And uh, I wasn't there with you at the very beginning of the season. Like when you first, first, first said it was thrown out there, I was I thought you were crazy. Then the season started and we started to watch the tape and, you know, week three got around. And then we were like, all right, well, they still got the preseason jitters. I was like, okay. Week eight came around. I was like, uh-uh, they ain't got the preseason jitters no more. And now was week, what, 14 or something, 15. And it's like, overall, man, it's only, it's only a handful of guys that we're seeing really play at a, at a, at a, at a solid level, you know what I'm saying? And um, for, for whatever reason, man, this year specifically has been like a really, really a real low in the quarterback position. You know I mean, it's I mean? been this way. It's been it's been heading. It ain't way. been this bad, Jake. I swear to God. Like, I like mean, even, saying, what I mean is I've been saying this for the last few years that this has been a trend. Like, it's definitely a trend, and it's only getting worse. And I'm going to be honest, like, Jared Goff is someone I've been saying on this show for a long time. I've been telling Steve Kim. To me, he's the epitome of a game manager. Ooh. Jared Goff's never done anything to help his team win a game when needed. He's never put his team on his back to win the game. Everyone's always had to carry Jared Goff. We don't have a good enough running back. Let's get Gibbs. Let's go get Montgomery. Let's go get another receiver. When in other big-time quarterback rooms, you're the guy that makes Van Scantling get a contract if you're Aaron Rodgers. You're the guy that's supposed to get St. Brown the next big contract in the NFL. Golf is not doing that. He's not excelling. He's not getting his guys better around him. Golf is a guy that I told you for a reason McVay got rid of because he couldn't perform when it mattered. He choked it off in a Super Bowl, or McVay would have two right now, and we'd be talking about how highly ranked he is as a coach, especially the year he's having right now with a team that everybody thought was in the dumps on a rebuild roster. So let that all sink in. Stafford saved the day instantly, Smitty, one year later. So basically the same team. So I do think Jared Goff is a manager. I've been saying that for a long time. Brock Purdy is impressive over the last five games. He had a three-game dump where he looked horrible without some major players, which, right. again, tells me, is he a manager or does he need all things perfect to be good? See what I'm saying? But let me ask you this, though. So, like, because I obviously I agree with you on, on, on the Purdy thing. We saw three games when he didn't have Trent Williams. We didn't have Debo I'm surprised Sandy. you agree on me with Purdy and not golf, though. That's to me, I thought you would be flipped. Nah, I don't know, man. Like, man, maybe I need to really break down more film with Jared Goff over his career. But I just feel like, from a skill set standpoint, man, this guy is he like is he consistent? No, he's not consistent, and that's what consistency is. What makes you great? So he's not great, but at the same time, man, I, I've seen Jared Goff make a lot of impressive throws over. But when his it doesn't career. matter, you know that's what I'm saying? So like, like, well, if okay, like street, like we're this is how I look at it. If we're playing, um. Seven on seven, Jared Goff maybe top three in the NFL as far as just spinning the rock. Okay, you put That's those pads on and those light, those bright, those lights get bright. 
Show me one game that Jared Goff mattered when it mattered. Because I ain't seen it. Not one. And I know Alan breaks these things down. He's talking in here in the chat right now, too. I, I agree. I haven't seen Jared Goff win one game that matters. He is truly the definition of a game manager, in my opinion. So is Baker Mayfield. So, I mean, I can go down the list. I think the league is not saturated with game managers. Like, if you do anything, if you fart in a win and somebody smells it, his whole game's off. And I think we got 90% of those quarterbacks in the league. If something moves, Big Smitty, if you fuck with something in the in the Gatorade, their whole mantra's off. Like, their game is totally hit the shitter. That's how weak the quarterback position is in the NFL right now. Like, we have a lot. When, when, when Flacco can come off the couch and come right in the league at 40 and do what he's doing, tells you that we don't have anybody sitting in the bullpen that we can sign, Big Smitty. How do you not sign a guy better than Flacco at 40? Why is there no bullpen pitchers available in the NFL, the greatest league of all time? Why is there no bullpen pitchers available? Why do we have to go to Joe Flacco? Like, I'll wait because nobody can answer me because there's no good bullpen pitchers left. There's no good quarterbacks in this league. We're going to the bullpen's bullpen. And that shit is the 7-Eleven worker sitting around. Kurt Warner of the world. Like, bagging groceries. Like, where are we in this? But I'm talking about Kurt Warner at 40. Not okay. at I'm about to say. So <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, why is there – there's no development. There's no coaching and teaching at the college level anymore. We want to go fast. We want to show cards. We don't want to teach verbal communication skills. We don't want to teach fronts. We don't want to teach hots and sight adjust. We don't want to teach mic IDs. We want to just have these cats go fast, run around, use their athleticism to try to one-plus the defense in the quarterback run game, yet we haven't taught them any skills to allow them to earn their second and third bag in the NFL, which is the most important bag for NFL players. The second contract, the third contract. These guys are getting one contract worth so much generational wealth that they're not invested anymore. They don't care to get better. They don't need to get better. And you have seen it with our very eyes. Why the quarterback position is regressing because of these different things I just brought up. Clip that shit, Bailey. Make that a vertical. Shit. <laughs> I hear you, man. I guess, I mean, it's a few things here. One, I don't think players should be getting punished because they got talented guys around them. Like, I think we often, even myself, we criticize a lot of these players because they got so much talent. We criticize Brock uh, a party. We, we, we criticize Dak Prescott because they have so much talent around that we just say, you ain't, just don't mess it up and you should be good to go. You still got to make these throws. You still got to, you know, you still got to have the nuts and guts, the, the, the word, the phrase you like to use to, to, to stand in the pocket. You still got to read the defense. You still got to, you know, uh, 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 be on time. There's still certain things that, yeah, maybe a guy isn't throwing a 40-yard dig route down the field or just, you know, um, beautiful fade route. You're not, like, maybe they're not doing all those impressive throws that we, we saw the greats do, but – you still have to be on time. There's still a lot of intangibles that goes into the quarterback play that I that, that I think we don't give enough credit to. Um, and, I, and I also think there's a difference between being a game manager and just being a guy who's not clutch. Like there, there's guys who you know, like like I, I look at like a Jared Goff. He's not clutch. You know, he's not a big time moment player. 
But I don't know if that means you're just a game manager. Again, this is how I define it. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying how I define it. Like, when I look at a game manager, I, I, I think of, like, a guy who just doesn't have the literal skill set to take over the game. He doesn't have the skill set to make certain throws because that's just not in his arsenal. So, for them, they put together a very simple offensive scheme that that quarterback can just literally manage. Super simple throws easy reads, the easiest system possible, and they lean on their defense and, and their and their, their their rest of their players to, to win that game. I think some of these guys, man, like I said, it's like, I mean, a, a, a Dak Prescott is a, a guy, again, Cam mentioned Dak, so we got to use that as an example. To me, Dak is not no game manager. Like, this guy right here, even, I mean, we can say we want about Dak, and when we can say, hey, like, you know, we want to see him show up in the big game. We want to see him lead the Cowboys to an NFC championship. You know, we want to go to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, we want to see that. But at the same time, man, like, watch the tape. This man right here is is willing and dealing and throwing that ball left and right, deep down the field, everywhere, man. I think he is the MVP right now. And you don't win MVP by being a game manager. I don't care what the year is, what the season is. So, Again, I agree with the overall bigger picture. I just don't – I didn't like all the examples that, that Cam used in his in his rant. I would argue that other than Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers who's not playing, the entire league is game managers. I was going to be my next question. I, I, I was going to follow up and say, okay, Jimmy, tell me who isn't a game manager. Because what you yeah. just said is fucking crazy. Josh, yeah, Al, Josh Allen isn't a game manager. Stop. Oh, oh. Josh Allen isn't a game manager. Oh, that's not, okay, Patrick look, Mahomes you know isn't a game manager. We can break this topic down forever. There's a, do finite, there's a finite line. And look, we we got time. Long, there's a finite line on game manager and then a guy that you say is not a game manager because of his talent and skill set like Josh Allen. Only reason you said Josh Allen's not a game manager is because his skill set pops out at you because he's a freakazoid. Same with Mahomes. Same with Herbert. But the truth of the matter is Josh Allen will lose you more games than he will win you. Because okay. he will do too much, and he will fuck the game off, and they will lose the game. What was do you Brett, call that then? Was Was Brett Favre a game manager then? Hell no. Oh, okay then, motherfucker. He would lose games too. He was a similar type of That's quarterback. Super Bowl, who, who, homie. What are you talking uh, about? Hold on. Hold on. Mahomes got two Super Bowls. Player? More than Brett Favre. You just put him in a game manager. Who? Who? Patrick Mahomes got two Wait, of them. Why are you moving We're talking about Josh Allen. You just said Josh Allen. Your initial oh. statement was outside of Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford. Everybody else's game managers. I started my list and we're saying going Josh down Allen. The list. And I said, we're going down the list. Well, let's okay. stay on Josh Allen. Stay, with, stay on Josh Allen then. He doesn't have a Super Bowl yet. You're correct. But that, is that the NRB all? No. The NRB well, what all. I'm telling you is he has done nothing to show me that he's a guy. By the way, his he stole 40 something touchdowns. What are you talking about? Come on. His greatest game of all time is in a game they lost. He can't control that. It has nothing to do with him. He did exactly what he do. It doesn't matter. The, the greatest game of his life, he lost. This motherfucker drove his team down the field and scored a touchdown with 11 seconds left on the damn clock, JB. You're a quarterback. You know the game more than they I lost. do when it comes to quarterback position. Don't put that on him. He can't control that, bro. They Come lost. on, man. He did they everything lost. he's supposed to do. 
But they that's lost. Why, see, that's I why I don't care. like that, man. Nah, bro, because there's a gray area. And I hate that we're so black and white with this win and win and loss shit. Nah, how did we lose though? Did we lose because of me? Because of because of my 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 lack of of playmaking ability, or did we lose because my defense let a fucking team get down the field in 11, 11 seconds? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that on Josh Allen. Come on, bro. Like I've been saying, context matters. It's bigger than just Super Bowls. I'm sorry. I know that's all we care about. That's all. We, that's how we call Tom Brady the goat because he won seven Super Bowls. All we care about is if you want a Super Bowl, that's it. So Joe Flacco's an all-time great. He won Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Trent Dilfer, all, all-time great. He wants, like, come on, bro. It's bigger than Super Bowls. When you watch Josh Allen play and you see this motherfucker throw for 40 plus touchdowns in a season, you ain't no game manager. He throws that ball down the field like, like nobody, like no, no other. The skill set he has is crazy. Does he make mistakes with that? Yes, because he takes chances just like Brett Favre did. That's why I compare him to Brett Favre. It's the best comparison in the world. The guy will throw. Fucking twenty some interceptions, but he also drives down that field and win, and win the game. Move on. We're, we gotta move on, but let me ask you this: What's the we difference between on? Josh Allen and Jared Goff? What do you mean? What's the difference between Josh Allen and Jared Goff? Josh Allen has a bigger arm. Josh Allen has 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 shown more examples of big time seasons, All Pro seasons. Has been in the MVP conversation. Uh, uh, fast. He can. He's more of a dual threat. Can run the ball. Jared, Jared Goff ain't running nowhere near like a Josh Allen. You said a lot to say nothing. You said a lot to say nothing. Just say that. You can just say, say that. that he's a better athlete. He's a better everything. He he's a better. He's, a he, he's more skilled. Everything. He's, he's a better bigger, athlete. Bit better everything. Better everything. Better everything. Better everything. I will sit there bigger and arm can throw in the run. And Jared Goff will make throw for throw to match Josh Allen's throw for throw. I'm telling I, you right now. I've with, seen them both in person, hey, bro. With, with I've no seen pad. them both in person. Yeah. They no, can make the same throws at the same velocity at, pro at day. the same time all day long. And pro the day. only difference is Jared Goff is not the athlete that Josh Allen is. Just at say pro that. Day. But the bottom day. line is they're both game managers. Let's Jeez, move on, dog. Crazy we got, we got so much. We got, I didn't even know this was going to be a big topic because we could go back so to this. We, we, go back we bringing it back. It's just me and you today. Ain't nobody else going to be on the show. So we ain't got no, we ain't got to rush through shit. This me and well, you. Matt's coming on. He going to come on for 40, 50 minutes. He going to leave. So it's basically me and you today. So don't be scared. To, 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 don't run away from this smoke. We use, don't oh, run away Matt from this smoke. Come on. JB, <laughs> JB, Matt can't come on, he said. Um, exactly. So it's me uh, and you. Text. He must have texted us. Um, all right. Anyway, we'll get back to that. Um, Let's get let's get a new segment that I'm starting to like. Jaw real talk or jaw jacking. We got three videos and because of Smith, Smitty wanted Smitty wanted more videos of real talk or jaw jacking. So let's do a real talk or jaw jacking before we dive into the show. And the first one, I gotta say, I'm gonna bring up this first one right here. Is it real talk or is it jaw jacking? Weak men create masculine women, and strong men create feminine women. Like not by force, but simply by loving well and leading well. Being good examples of what a man should be. A lazy, yeah. weak man creates a woman who is required to step into the role that he doesn't step into. But a strong, humble man creates a woman who is safely submitted to her husband. Yes. Without fear of losing who she is without fear that she's going to be dropped like a lot well, of that's good you said that because submission is really putting yourself in the hands of another and i think deep down people don't like the idea of submission because it's really a lack of trust mm-hmm. and can i trust that you're going to be different than the last guy or like all men 
we develop these kind of negative views. Yes, sir. And we're saying, well, why can't you over there talking, Vix? Break it down. She is jaw jacking. I'm, I'm so tired of this. Really? Man. She jaw jacking. I used to, I used to agree with that back in the days, but I live a little bit more life. And I know how women work now. And today, I'm talking about today's women. That might have been true for your generation of women. Man, JB, these generation of women today, they make their own money now, which is great. They 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 got they got their own businesses, which is great. So now we live in an era where women got the mindset of I don't need no man. That's the mindset right now of, of today's woman. So even when they do get in a, in a relationship, they go and enter that relationship with the same mindset. That I don't need you. Wait, means, whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh, how I'm cooking. How that I'm start, cooking. though? With their, that's them. They got nothing to do that. They didn't just start that way. When when before, the, before this generation of women doing this, they used to be the other way that you're talking about. So how did it start? I'm okay, asking right, I'm going to break it down to you, JB. So, all right, let's, let, and give me some time. So you're not your generation, your parents' generation. Right, let's start. Let, let's, let's keep it real. My grandparents. Let's start there. The way they, the way that they, the, the times went, my granddaddy would go to work all fucking day. My grandmother would be at home. She would take care of the kids. She would cook. She would clean. My granddaddy would be doing whatever the fuck he's doing, whether he's out here working or if he out here in these streets, let's call it what it is. Come home. And the woman depended on that man so much because he was bringing home the bacon that the woman would have to put up with whatever the man did or or did not do for the betterment of the family and for survival. Time shift a little bit. So we so we move on. We move on to your your, your generation. You guys started it started to shift a little bit, but you guys still listen to your parents, you know, the same way your parents were raised, very similar to how you guys were, but women started started to kind of come out in their own their own own way a little bit more. My generation comes along, and now women, they 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 have the same exact opportunities as men, which is great, right? That's great. But the bad side of that is that I think for so long, the woman has not had the freedoms that they've had today, that now that they they have this freedom to just get, you know, start their business, work anywhere, make, make six figures, do whatever, now it's like, it's kind of like that kid who never could... You know, his whole life never had money, used to get bullied, never had a chance to get the nice clothes, nice shoes. They get older and they get all this power. They become rich and, and now they like feeling themselves and acting oh, so crazy. Hold on, hold on, so, because you tell you a lot. So just because the woman now has the right to make the same amount of money as the man, she should become the man? No, 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 no. no. You haven't let me finish my statement. <laughs> she, I, I get it, but you ran no, no, no. this she, thing, homie. She, like, she, she, she should not. No, no, no. You're not listening. You know, let me don't, don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say she should become the man. I'm saying the mindset of them is that they be, they believe they are the, the yeah, head we, of household man, now. Them, the, the, the woman, that's not what it is, man. Yeah, it is. A, 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 a man, a man can check a woman now, and and, and they're like, okay, what? It okay, ain't what? about checking I'm, them. I'm going to leave your ass anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm making more than you anyway. A lot of shit leads to money. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what it yeah, comes it down is. to. I don't That's think she's talking about money, though. I, don't, I didn't hear finances coming out of her mouth like we have discussed before. Like, we know it's about finance. We know a lot of it is about some shady financial shit. I didn't take it from her that way. I took it as, okay, I can go make the money the same as my man can. But my man is weak, 
and he's not controlling the household. And so when I come home, my man cooks me food and sits down. Now, listen, I don't, you don't got to be prohibition 1920. I'm not saying that. I get it. And I'm not that controlling guy. Like, I think it should be equal fair down the pipe. Like, it should be split down the pipe. Cook me dinner one night. Because, you know, I love to cook. I cook you dinner. But, like, a lot of these women now are clout chasers. And they out here doing dirty shit because they think they got a dick. And they letting their nuts hang because they make big boo 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 cheese. Okay. Let's just keep it real. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So because of that, I'm saying the mindset has shifted. A man can be a real man, can be a humble man, can take care of his stuff. He can be masculine. He can he can do all that shit. But at the end of the day, a woman, because their mindset has shifted due to the 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 success that they've had in their careers and their in their bank accounts, now they like, hold on. If, if, if this man do anything wrong, say anything wrong, I don't need this shit. I literally do not need you to survive. Where our grandparents, they literally needed the man to survive. So we call him more masculine. No, nah, I wouldn't about being more masculine. It's the woman depending on that man so much to live life where they don't depend on us no more. That's my first question to you, though. How did they become this way? Because they come home to a weak-minded dude. And that's uh, my point. That's why they've created this mentality of, dog, I've messed with a lot of females that got bred. They still came home and they still acted as a female because I am the alpha in the motherfucker and she can make more money than me all day long. And it don't matter. It don't matter because if you're a weak-minded motherfucker who thinks that she, if you allow her to think she owns your ass like men did for a fucking 100 years, which I don't agree with either, then guess what, dog? She got you by the balls now, homie. She gonna fuck on you. She got side motherfuckers. She out there fucking spinning it on dudes and then come home to you, expect for expect a meal, and you better be changing the diapers on the motherfucking kid. Shit. I'm not I'm not saying that there aren't not there aren't men like that. There's there always been men like that. Like I don't like using the word like all and because you know there's always examples of every single thing. So there even when you were growing up, it was like every single man was just fucking macho. No, there was all types of shit forever. My my thing is I just think and I saw D Joe put a comment in here, which I actually agree with. I think it's a combination of what I've been alluding to to the uh, like talking about the money, but also fathers not being in the household when those women were little girls and growing up seeing their single black mother have to do everything. It put like a a certain like protective cover or, or you know kind of a barrier I would say in front of them, so to speak, where they grew up not trusting men because of their mother and what their moms went through. And now they're 30, 30 some years old and they're in a relationship, but they still bring it on that same baggage because of their childhood and daddy not being around. And and now, and now they're like, oh, I don't know. I, see, I, don't, I don't agree I, with that dog. Cause I I'm older than you. And I grew up in the same, the same inner city hood, ghetto ass shit. Everyone in this motherfucker talking. And I ain't got a guy that I grew up with that had both their daddy in the house. And guess what? You think it has he no effect? Knew, he still knew how to hand, control his household. He still knew how to control and be respectful to elderly people. He still knew how to say thank you and please. I'm not buying that bullshit. Get, I get the kid. I think that we All just, right. I think the mothers Sorry, who used to whip that ass is now scared to whip that ass. And now we know the mothers in the household are, are mothers and fathers. They've been that way, though, Smitty. 
They've been that way since I was a little kid. Guess what the mothers used to do, though? By the way, the mothers I grew up with worked three and four jobs, too. So miss me with all this narrative that there's just all of a sudden no daddies in the house. There ain't been daddies in the house, homie, especially the black community for fucking 50, 75 years. So now we're making excuses because it's on the phone like you allude to a lot, McSmitty. It's on the phone more. So now we're seeing it. No, the mother used to whip that ass with a, with a fucking switch, with a paddle, beat that ass, put your ass in the house, time out your ass. You ain't getting no video game ass. Nowadays, they don't do it because the kids will tattletale on your ass, call social services on your ass, soft-ass teachers in society will tell on the mama, and now the mama is scared to do it. But, Jeremy, what is, but, but, the facts of it but is. What's, what's, what's that to do with today's women, though? We're talking about the today's women. We're talking about today's kids. So I'm saying today's women. Kids, huh, but, but today's women were kids in the 90s and the early 2000s. That's my generation. We got our ass whoops. Best believe that. Best believe. I'm not just out here making shit up. Best, I know everybody in my circle got their ass whooped. My dad beat my ass. My mom whooped my ass when I, like, that happened. So I'm saying, I'm now the adults that you're talking about now. I'm, I'm now in the generation that this woman in the video was talking about. So it has nothing to do with not getting disciplined, not getting ass whooping. I'm telling you, it's like, just because I'm not saying your friends and your circle Maybe they just weren't affected by not having a parent house. So maybe they they, they just the superheroes and they didn't have to get affected. I'm telling you, I just like you got examples, I got countless examples as, as well of, again, people not having one of the parents in the household, a lot of times it, it not being the father. And that just, even if it's subconscious and you don't even know you're doing it, when you become a grown woman, you still have that, that whatever, that hurt, that baggage, whatever in your brain. So when you go and you get a man, you got trust issues off the back. You, you combine that with the fact that these women are making crazy amounts of money and they got all the power they never had before in their life, you put it together and that's why you have these situations where women are quote-unquote running the household or they're, you know, we're, we're calling it weak men. Are there weak men? Yes. But there's also strong men where their women just are not accepting their roles. The because you, today, you, keep, you keep skipping over the point. Women don't accept though. their roles. It happens somewhere though. It wouldn't happen. It's crazy that a woman is so strong until she needs her oil changed and her brake pads fixed. It's crazy how she's so strong until she needs her home, her brother to beat that ass of a guy that disrespected her at the store. It's crazy how the women are so masculine that they can talk all this shit until they need a man to come out and save the day. But yet y'all generation is allowing women to think they're men that's the fucking problem keep it real how are we allowing it like let me ask you this because like i'm glad we're talking about this i'm glad i'm so happy you as an old school man who's macho and your generation was so tough and y'all would beat up everybody and y'all didn't cry y'all were just the toughest in the world y'all respect everybody y'all had no gangsters or gangbangers y'all did everything right so let me ask you let me ask you og what were you guys doing as men, that today's men are lacking. Educate us then. Like it's, it's the, instead of talking about the problem, let's be the solution there. What did your men do that that we're lacking so much? Is it because we don't change? We don't change the oil. Is it, is that the answer? We gonna change the oil? Women gonna respect us now? We don't change tires as much as y'all did. Is, is, is that the answer now? Like like that. Like, come on, bro. Like, like let's keep it real. Let's, let's, where does like, it start? 
Huh? Where do you want me to start at? Are you no. kidding me? This is That's a three-hour conversation. Well, we got a three-hour show. We got two hours that, left. There's a lot. There's a lot. You're asking for a lot to be unfolded. Give me, give me right a piece. Here. Give me a fourth. Give me something. Here, here, we're gonna move on to the second part of this jaw jacking, but I'm gonna tell you right now: for you to ask that question tells me that if you don't know, there's a problem. Nah, like, I'm asking you because I want you to ask your problem. We're doing a if live you show. Don't know the problems then that's why we have a problem. Nah. Because I know for a fact, if my car is ticking, I know to take it to the shop or I'm going to pop the hood and look, why is it ticking? And you're telling me you don't know, you're just going to keep driving? You're just going to keep driving? Didn't say that. <laughs> like, hold on, dog. You're asking for a lot of things to be unfolded. And if you don't know why this shit is what it is, dog, where does it start at? Like it starts, there's a, it starts deep. Yeah, we going to go to school. We want to go to home. We want to go to coaching sports. How about this, Mix Mini? When I used to do something, like let's say I just grabbed a loaf of bread to look at it, my mama went across my motherfucking face. So did my daddy. Okay, that's regular and shit. And nobody tripped. So it is a huge aura about this question you just asked. There's so much involved because now if you did that, he's getting reported. By the bitch-ass neighbor who has a phone on him in the store. That wasn't the case back then. But in that's the right now, JB. So hold on real quick. What you're saying, I agree. But that's happening right now, meaning that the next generation of men, the people who are kids now, who are 12, whatever, those men might have some different type of issues. I'm telling you for a fact, I got my ass whooped. So we're talking about millennials. We're talking about 30-year-olds, 35-year-olds, 28, 27. My generation, we got our ass whooped. I'm telling you that for a fact. Trust me, I got I, I got marks. I got my ass whooped. So tell me why my generation, not the younger. You, not, you, ask, you ask you ask a question that that has a thousand layers, homie. We talk about what you're asking me every day. Like there's not even one. I can't even start in the beginning and, and go to the end. And you I guess ask this question. This is a fully loaded. 20,000 layer question. Like, there's a million things. I'll start with you motherfuckers so soft you can't drink out of a garden hose. How about that? You can't ride a bike without getting a scratch yeah. on your motherfucking ass. And then you go crying and, and then you load manage for six weeks. How about starting there? How about you motherfuckers refuse, refuse to do any manual labor? How about that? How about y'all need to order Uber Eats every motherfucking day with your fat asses? How about your ass refuses to walk home from fucking school because your ass needs to get picked up, you lazy fat fucks? How about y'all refuse to dress out in PE? Don't start with me, motherfuckers. I'll, I'll, hear, I'll preach this motherfucker all day long to all you motherfucking fanboys in the chat. Don't fucking get me started, homie. I will break this down to a full-on fucking T. And y'all can't fuck with me in this thing. Motherfuckers, y'all so goddamn soft. Don't get me started. You motherfuckers can't do shit without the aid and abetting of every motherfucker you know. Motherfucker, we had to go do our shit our own. Or guess what? We didn't eat that day. Y'all motherfuckers been ha pampered, handed shit to you for the last 25 years. Miss me with where it starts. <laughs> Motherfucker, this shit is a thousand layers, homie. I could start all goddamn day. You're you're asking the wrong motherfucker, homie, because we'll break this thing down and say nah, that's why I want to hear it. I want to hear it. We'll be here the whole show, and you motherfuckers will sit here with your jaw open, like, damn, he broke down the whole fucking society in a whole show. Y'all know what's crazy what though? 
Y'all know what's crazy? You talking about answer the question, motherfucker? I'll answer the question all day long. Why don't you guys jump in here and get in with me? Because you won't. Your motherfucking soft asses won't. But I'll answer the questions. <laughs> Y'all know what's yeah. crazy, though? Everything that JB and a lot of his generation says about our generation, I guarantee, if I go ask, like, JB's parents, like, their age, about his generation, they would say the same fucking shit. You guys are spoiled. I, I, didn't, I didn't get... Because the shit was... Yeah, we keep going further back. It's going to be worse and worse and worse. But we have less resources, less fucking money, less ideal, less, less technology. It's always going to be a little harder when you fur the further back you go. So don't get mad that our shit was easier because we got the computer and we got we got different opportunities. And yeah, we don't do as much manual labor because there's not as much manual labor jobs. We have the fucking computers now where they need people who can code, people who can do social media, people who can produce, people who can... So the jobs have changed because the industry and the businesses have changed. So we would be stupid to keep doing the same shit that y'all did because y'all had to do it when, 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 when there's more money out here doing different things that require us to be behind a computer or to, or to code or, or, or do it, whatever the case may be. The times change. You have to change with it. Like, I, 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 that don't mean we're soft. It doesn't mean that we're incapable. It doesn't mean that Darnell can't fix a car. It doesn't mean that I can't learn to do that. I don't want to do that, and I don't have to do that because I have a thousand other options of jobs and careers and get to, rid of school. to do so. Get rid of schools. Get rid of stores. Make everything online, Amazon. Get rid of everything then, dog. You can't have it both ways, homie. Like, get rid of schools then because I know every teacher I know wants out of it because these kids are so fucking enabled and lazy. They refuse to do anything, and then when you say something to do something, guess what they do? They want to fight your ass on camera, and everybody wants to film it. Come on, man. Miss me with that shit. There's a there's a fine line between mutual human respect for the human being in the world, homie, and all the shit you're talking about making excuses for. There's a fucking human element to this, homie, and it starts with mutual respect. And if y'all telling me because of how the phone game and social media, if you're telling me that's changed respect, then you're fucked up. I don't want nothing to do with none of you motherfuckers. Because if you don't know the difference between respect and what the fucking world has evolved to, then you're fucked up. And humanity has no shot. Let's just keep it 100, homie, like y'all say. Then humanity has no shot. If you don't know how to say please and thank you and open the door for an old lady instead of rob their ass and beat them over the head because you're saying social media has caused it, then you're fucked. Like, keep it real. You can't go both ways, homie. You can't have it both ways. Which one is it? I Which brought up social media and computers when in response to you saying that motherfuckers can't change tires, change oil. We don't know how to do manual labor. So I countered that specific statement with the fact that the job industry has shifted due to technology. So that's what I said that. I didn't say anything about social media and respect and any of that shit. You know me well enough now, JB. I'm in that generation. You say, you always say even off air, whatever, on air, you know I'm a good dude. You always say you trust me because I'm a good dude. Why do you think I'm a good dude? Because everything that you just fucking said, I do. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Hold the door open. I do all that shit. And I'm not just the, the one outlier of my generation. There's millions of people like Darnell who who does the same thing. You guys are You're letting social media. Old, though. Huh? You're not the 17-year-old kid I'm discussing. See, okay, okay, boom. I'm glad that's that's why we're arguing right now. Are we talking about 17-year-olds right now? Or are we talking about the video that started this whole conversation which well, you alluded to people who is in relationships and who, your age guys allowing the 17-year-olds to do what they're doing? 
How how am I allowed to say that's that's still your generation? Like I'm 30. I ain't having no kid at 13. So how's a 17 year old? That's not my responsibility. Hey, that's that's where y'all fuck that, up. That's at. your that's, responsibility. There is. I know a bunch of cats that are 30 that got 15 year olds. I mean, we all all right. Again, there there's outliers. Like when you were growing up, Br- Br- Brenda had a baby. Brenda had a baby. Like everybody. Like again, there's outliers. But typically, gener- generally, oh, that is why. Let's cut you off. This is where the generation I say is missing on your soul Z's and X's and all these fucking names y'all have. There's this is where I'm saying the ones that are missing. Y'all right. just refuse to. You're all saying that I'm the one. We're, your generation's the reason why. No, I be. I keep telling y'all you're missing a generation, and it's the 30 year old with the 15 year old like this motherfucker has, and like everybody else has. Like, I know a million of these motherfuckers. It ain't just an outlier, homie. This is a generation that's happening that no one wants to break down. So, uh, I'm just saying. Um, this is going crazy because I'm getting text messages about this conversation. Can we Can we move up? Can we go into the second real talk of jaw jacking? Let's play uh, that, that, that was we a, that like was... We turn this into, so we got the Cam the Newton discussion. We could do, the Cam Newton discussion could be like, shit, we got... We got that to go back to. We got yeah. this part to talk about. I'm 47. I got a 25-year-old. I'm about to turn 30. Hold on, though. I'm 47 with a 25-year-old. My daughter has a 6-year-old. Where y'all at, homie? Where y'all at? Where, where, where's that generation? What the fuck you call them, homie? See, that's what I'm saying. Y'all motherfuckers want a Z generation, X generation. By the way, my daughter don't have a six-year-old, but that is real shit. There is age group. There is that yeah. is happening right there. Um, here, right here, another one. Real talk or jaw jacket? Thing uh, I think uh, more unfortunate. Nothing uh, I think uh, more unfortunate than to have uh, soft, chubby, fat-looking children who go to uh, watch uh, their school play basketball every Saturday and regard that as their week's exercise. I hope that all of you will join and everybody in the United States to make sure that our children participate fully in a vigorous and adventurous life, which is possible for them in this very rich country of ours. Real talk of jaw jacking. He said that in 1967 um, or whatever year it was. And we're the most obese nation on planet Earth. The most obese nation. Um, That's real talk. He was right. About tw- 15 years ago, Big Smitty, we, we took away a mandated physical education course at the high school level. You used to have to have 100 hours of PE a year. We stopped that because we stopped it because kids started to control the narrative and the hierarchy change, which I preach about on this show all the time. I know you disagree. I know certain people disagree. Even Tank disagree. The bottom line is when kids told you that I'm not dressing out, where when I was in school and I said I wasn't dressing out, they beat our ass with a bat and couldn't say nothing about it. The teacher? Hell yeah. With a paddle. Y'all crazy as hell. With a paddle. With a paddle. And your daddy beat your ass for not participating in the actual school cool with that. event. Right? That's, sim- that's similar to class. That's All it was was classwork. You had to dress out. Yeah. That was your grade. And kids stopped dressing out in P.E., I started seeing it in 2009, 10 when I was head coach. I started seeing it. And I used to tell the PE teacher, like, fuck you letting him sit out there for. 
He, he didn't bring his clothes. See, what happened was the teacher started making excuses. Guess what I would have did? I would have put your ass in a motherfucking uh, sick kid's clothes that missed, that missed school today. Mm. But see, we didn't do it. We didn't start thinking. We, we didn't realize that it was going to spiral out of control. Well, guess what? Now we got fucking most obese country ever. Now we... <laughs> Now we want Uber Eats to deliver to our house. When this cat was saying, hey, dog, go play. Go do your thing. Intermural's Big Smitty. Remember, Intermural's used to be huge at Ball State, I bet. Intermural's yeah. have died. Mm. Like, nobody at the park no more, Big Smitty. Nobody hooping no more. Like, they've taken basketball courts, and they're putting sandboxes over them for dog-walking parks. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild, man, because, like, um. I'm always trying to figure out why kids don't play outside no more. I mean, obviously, the go-to answer is, is phones and technology. That's the go-to. All right, bet. I do think that's or, a huge or violence. Yeah, but also, exactly. I also think it's just parents, I think, are almost nervous to have their kids just outside and be free because of the craziness that's going on now. And again, I mean, you can always look back and say, and I know I make this argument that a lot of shit that happens now was happening back in the days. We just didn't see it. And that's true to an extent, but I also think there is a little bit more BS going on because, like, yeah, lack of discipline, lack of whatever the case may be. And parents, and I'll speak for, like, my mom. I know she's always been super overprotective with her kids. Like, when I was a little kid, man, I couldn't go, Darnell, go down, don't leave the block. That stop sign, that's how far you can go. If you go past that, we'll be your ass. All right, mama, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody knew my mama was the overprotective parent. She finally started to start to let up as I got a little older. I got a little sister now, and she's almost worse with her because she's a girl. And now that I'm older, though, I actually understand it. Like, I'm not saying be overprotective, but I understand it because this world is so fucked up. You got people snatching little girls, put them in trunks, and put them, like, it's, it, it, just being real. Like, it sucks to say that, but this is the type of stuff you got to think of as a parent, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, technology's part of it, but also just society and where we're at makes parents nervous to have their kids just outside for hours playing around because you're afraid something might happen to them. So, you know, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, it, and that leads to the, to the you know, uh, overweight kids, overweight, not even kids, just adults, you know, you know, you, you're just sitting at home all day. You're just sitting at home and that's it. Even, even also the jobs, the fact that I have a social media producing job, a lot of what I do is on my phone or on my computer, which requires me to just sit down a lot of times. I have to force myself throughout the day to be like, you know what, I'm about to get up and walk around or I'm, or I'm going to do my job standing up. I have to consciously think about that. And that's because I'm a former, I'm an athlete. I ain't gonna say former athlete, I'm an athlete. So I, athlete, I, we, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm so big on athletes being leaders, athletes being CEOs. Any, if you look at the history or numbers, there's an analytical, uh, someone did this breakdown a couple of years ago. I was, I was, I was watching that the number of athletes, former athletes that are either CEOs, COOs, GMs, owners, presidents, Etc. Succeed at a higher rate than a non-athlete at the same job. They succeed at a higher rate. Makes sense. There's a reason because leaders know how to lead. Leaders create more leaders, not followers, and that is what we love to do now. We love to create more followers because we want followers on our Mint Mobile phone. Come on, and now. that's what it is. I remember back in the day, dog. Catch used to have the step machine, the, the little step clicker. Yeah, and they were steps. taking the steps. Nowadays, shit, they talking about getting. They want to get into six different Ubers. 
Yeah, man. Like we're talking about Uber, dog. Like my homeboy came over the other day from poker. He took an Uber from Rancho Cucamonga all the way to my crib, seventy dollars. And he was like, "This motherfucker farted in there. Smell." I asked him to roll down the window. He didn't speak no English. I he didn't understand. I'm in there dying. I'm like, "Fuck all that, homie. I would never get into a motherfucking another car." But anyway, that's in me. I gotta let's dive into. I want to dive into um something real quick. There's this dude that came out and said he's the greatest shooter, hooper in the world, and he's a trainer. And I want—I'm so happy that this cat got in the mainstream media limelight last night because I watched a video he did where he didn't miss no shots, and it, people thought it was edited. And I'm looking at it like that motherfucker edited. And I'm hearing that he's a joke, and he's like, "I'm the best shooter ever. I'm better than Steph Curry." He don't miss the shoot. He don't miss like he could sh- 500 in a row. I think he did a video of some crazy shit. So TNT brought this motherfucking fake ass trainer on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it might be white people shit, but this is the training world that we live in, Big Smitty. This is the seven on seven coach. This is the quarterback trainer that's out here fucking over these kids right now. I'm just keeping it real. These are the guys. And I would explore, I would expose all these motherfuckers if I went back into this coaching world. But take a listen. I'm glad you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. Kenny yeah. Smith ain't shooting all day long, by the way. But he sure lit this cat his ass up. Now what do you do for a living? I actually I, I run a gym. I do Miracle 360 here. I, I'm a basketball trainer. I teach kids how to dribble and shoot and all that. And- oh, he's yeah. hard to argue, yeah. though, man. Here. Not from here. Congratulations. Yeah, three. Well, Kenny lose for the first time, time ever. 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 First one ever. Hey, listen, stop, stop making excuses. Yeah. We don't want to hear that. shooting around. I almost hit the ceiling. You. Wait, he's shooting the same gym you are. What's the rules? First to three. Okay. First to three. First to three. Like me and we just alternate? Yeah, yeah, first to three. You going? No, it's your welcome. This motherfucker asking questions, Dixon. He nervous. He's a horn coat. He should. Because if I make the first one, I won't put too much pressure on. Okay. All right, there you go. All right, there it is. See? That's off by If I make that first one. Oh, I might have to take this off. Oh, my God. That's, that's off by mine. I might have to take it off, Shaq. Oh, I got it. I might have to take it off, Shaq. Oh, I'm going to take it off, Shaq. Both of us ain't going to lose today. Actually, it's the shirt. It's the shirt that's tight. Oh. It's the shirt that's tight, Ernie. You know what I'm saying, Ernie? You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is oh. shirt that's tight, Ernie. Oh. Hey, it's the first, it's the shirt that's he tight. He bad, too. It's the form that's never tight. I got, I got, I got, oh. <laughs> the form ain't never tight, Ernie. Turn right now, oh. Get Let's go home, home ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. Let's go home. There's levels to this shit. On, There's man. levels, and I'm so tired of these fake-ass trainer boys, dog. I'm JB, let me ask you this. Is that how you feel? I'm going to light his ass up. I'll tell you right now, I'll light that motherfucker up. I got Jimmy crack corn. You've seen it personally. I've seen it. I've seen it. You got a little jumper on your court. What the fuck kind of jumper is that? (laughs) Is that how you feel when people like me in your comments trying to talk about football? Yes. (laughs) They're they're the trainer and you're King of Jet Smith? Yes. Yes. There it goes. All right, Big Smitty. Let's move on. Tommy DeVito, Mr. Gabagool himself, uh, and his 007 agent um, basically have taken the internet by storm. That's our thumbnail. Gabagool, whatever the fuck they use. By the way, he's all over University of Illinois campus right now. They're walking around practice, Gabagool, because he he played it, he played there uh, for, for Brent. 
uh, Bielema, and he transferred from Syracuse. That part of Syracuse, highly Italian, uh, big Italian population, transferred to Illinois, another Italian population, uh, and then he gets picked up. Non, non, I don't think he was drafted, gets scooped up. Now he's the internet sensation. Um Again, recency bias, Big Smitty. It's all about what have you done for me lately. This cat will be another fucking nobody, and everybody's going to now be. Is he the next Brock Purdy? I guess is my question to you. No, he's the next Jeremy Lin. He's he's Lin Sanity right now. DeVito Sanity is what's going on. And if he's smart, he will maximize the hell out of all this attention and all this press. He, He needs to drop a clothing line right now. He needs to start a business right now. Uh. Get, get to a movie. He needs to maximize this, this short-lived moment because very soon he's going to start playing bad and he's going to end up being uh, back to being who he is. I'm not wishing nothing. I'm just telling tell it like, like it is. The guy ain't that good. He's mid. We we watched him play. We He threw, what, 188 yards? And we're, like, praising this cat? Why are we not praising Saquon Barkley, who had one of his best games of the year? Why are we praising the quarterback who threw 188 yards? Come on, bro. Listen, it's good story. Wick Martindale, the defensive coordinator there who was at the Ravens and who, who's been known to shut Lamar Jackson down when they played last year. But anyway, um, he's he's doing one hell of a job on defense. Their defense, I, I said this four weeks ago with Jeff Nadeau, their defense is playing as good as pretty much anybody in the NFL right now. The New York Giants defense is balling out. And it's crazy that they got rid of Leonard, goes to Seattle, and Seattle's gotten worse. Like, what's going on with that? What's going on with that? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, It's crazy. It's crazy. It's 730, Big Smitty. I want to dive into this Draymond Green thing, but I also want to dive into a topic that no one's going to discuss. And the topic is Dak Prescott excelling. Justin Herbert regressing. What's the common denominator? Offensive coordinator leaves. Kellen Moore. He's with the Chargers now. And Mike McCarthy took off the offense for the Cowboys. No one wants, no one wants to talk about it, JP. But what do I know? Kellen Moore. We're going to break that down. We're going to break that down right after this. I got to get me a coffee, take a piss. Big Smitty got to blow his nose so he can talk loud again because he's sick. He got COVID. He got all this stuff. Um, <laughs> can't wait to break this down. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in three. Fit. I'll be back first because I'm white. He'll be back second because we're racist. And we'll be back right after this. TikTok, don't go nowhere. We'll be back. Peace. The, the, chain, the game don't change for me. I'm a, I'm, I live in the trench and I always have. So yeah. the only thing that I can't do really is high low. So it, what it, since I have this problem all the time. We talk about it all the time. Why is my brain and neck and shoulders not as important as the skill players? And then why are they, what, what is with the pussification of the skill players? But then we glorify the physicality of the big guys. Why do we have this double standard in the national football league where it's like a triple standard. You have rules for the quarterback, 
where he's like treated like a punter. If you touch him or blow on him, he falls over. I wonder how quarterbacks feel about them being called punters. You have rules for the skill players. Like the running back can't lower his head to use it as a weapon, and neither can the safety, but the guard can, and the fullback can, isoing a mic. So the it's impossible to abide by all these rules because, number one, I don't think the players know all of them, and they're always changing the fucking goalposts. They're moving the goalposts all over the damn field. You wonder and, why we're not wrapping up anymore, Matt? We're just fucking throwing our head in there? Well, that that's the thing is they, instead of trying to tackle people, are now trying to shoulder lead and blow people up. And in my opinion, a good that, – that tackle that Leonard threw on the pressure is, like, perfect. Face perfect. up, head back, into the quarterback's chest, wrap him, put him into the ground, but don't, like, lift him and drive yeah, him. Yeah, he, he didn't well, lift him and jump. He didn't do nothing yeah, extra. This was a bang, day bang, bang play. That. And, like, and that was one of the right But he didn't do that. Here's what Weddle said, and Matt, you'll understand. When you change the rules where you can't hit above the waist, we as DBs automatically go low so we won't get fined. And then what happens is Nick Chubb loses his career. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever play again. So I got a little breaking news I want to ask you. Yes, sir. Lincoln Riley at USC right here in the backyard. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but. Basically, he people are calling him a communist dictator. He restricted the free press. Uh, uh, Orange County Register reporter named Luca Evans restricted uh, him from an article that he wrote last Thursday about Quentin Joyner. Um, USC is a private institution, receives federal funding, and Riley acted as an employee of the university, according to quote-unquote. Riley might be the quarterback whisperer, and be able to stifle defenses with his passing game. But USC should not let Riley anywhere near the law school or the journalism school. This is an article I'm reading you. He violated the very spirit of what the Constitution was intended to provide, a free and undisturbed press. Um, so basically, he stopped this guy from coming on campus and writing articles about USC football. Um, unprecedented, by the way. Unprecedented. Um the reporter was reinstated early yesterday, Smitty, and was given back his privilege of covering the Trojans, a beat that he was just getting used to after covering preps at the L.A. Times high school level. So interesting. I wonder I, I would, I would want to know why he would want to uh, restrict him. I, I, my assumption would be this cat must have been writing some things about Lincoln Riley or the team that, you know, he doesn't like. Or that was Pete, distracting Pete, or Pete something. Carroll did it a lot, Big Smitty. Pete Carroll did it a lot because of the fact that back in the day, Pete Carroll wouldn't didn't want you to know about personnel. He didn't want you to know about certain things. Mm. I hate the press. I'm be honest. The press came after me for, for anything. The thing about the press is it's irresponsible reporting at its finest. They don't Yeah, I'm back. I'm back first, man. I'm back first. I'm back first, man. Of course, man. Pound that like button, subscribe. You know, I'm always, I'm always really back first. I'll be behind the scenes. JB don't want to bring me in. He want to make something like he's back first because we're a racist show. Make sure y'all hit this link though, man. You guys see trimentmobile.com slash coach JB, man. We already had one of our loyal followers join. So we just need 999 more people to join the bandwagon. When you guys join. Take a screenshot, send us a DM, send us an email so we can know 
or just write the word done in the comments and we'll keep we got a tracker we're gonna do a countdown from a thousand all the way down to zero and uh means they be actually playing some stuff behind the scenes man we're thinking about doing like a nice meet, meet and greet out here on the west coast do, doing one in la one in arizona and for all our west coast fans you'll have a chance to um meet us in person you know we just got to figure out the details of that but um you got to be movement mobile to make it happen and you got to prove it to us so now nicholas stewart now i gotta break it down now my brother from black man to black man we ain't supposed to say this type of shit but i don't know if i can trust you yet nicholas stewart i love you brother but you gotta show me i, I need a screenshot that you that you did it. i need an email like we gotta know that it happened nicholas come on brother i gotta yeah People be lying on the internet. You feel me? So, but I want to meet you guys in person. I want to. I want to do something. So we, I'm gonna talk to JB about it offline, so we can kind of do a, um, you know, do something for y'all, man. Y'all do something for us. We do something for y'all. You feel me? So that's what it is. JB, man, I've been back for about 30 minutes, man, just holding it down, doing my thing. I got my teammate. I got the tea bag in here. I'm re I'm retweeting all the shit that that that, that Felipe does for us on Twitter. So I'm out there retweeting everything, you know, since you don't do it, I'll do it. You know what? I'm going to retweet right now while it's top of my mind. I'm going to go ahead and go to Twitter. Make sure if y'all got Twitter, man, y'all follow the Coach JB Show. And uh, just retweet, engage, comment, respond to all things we got going on. And it's kind of cool seeing, like, watching the show live from the Twitter stream. Like, I'm looking at myself right now. It's like a slight delay. But you can just go to my go to the Twitter and you can see it right there in front of you. Kind of cool. So oh man, man, man. Yeah, Doc. We got dry fit, we got cotton, we got all the shirts. Uh my my boy Doc, Dr. Mendoza in the house. He got the he went the Watts Up shirt. We got the Watts Up shirt. We'll get you a Watts Up shirt, Doc. Um hey Doc, I don't know if you heard. Big Smitty, I don't know if you heard. Bailey, maybe you could find it since we'll segue this real quick. It was not on the topic of discussion, but there was a high school football coach in San Diego at uh, Saints, St. Augustine. They won the Division I San Diego cha championship, <clears throat> CIF championship, and he was fired. He was fired. He's a businessman. The principal and the AD were totally out to get the cat. He did an interview yesterday. I'm going to see if I can get him on the show. Uh, don't know. I don't know him. Um, but he basically was at another school, I think Torrey Pines, and then he took the job at St. Augustine. They went four and eight year one, then year two. Basically this year he won. Um, okay, Josh said he coached for him for about eight years. Josh, is he a real one or is he blowing smoke? What's going on, Oos? I need to know the real on this one. I don't know, but I've been around administrators, unlike Ilio Mendoza in this chat right now, who's been, you know, one of my one of my best ever administrators. Um, I'm curious because 99% of administrators do not want to support the coach, especially when Josh says he's a real one. So I'm glad that he's not blowing smoke, um, that he's for the kids, because uh, basically they lost a good coach um, because he basically said, screw you, I'm out, if you're not going to change things. They gave him $0 for a budget, Big Smitty. He had to fundraise his own buses uh, for road games, his own helmet conditioning. I did a lot of that, but I didn't have to do all that. Dr. Mendoza got a lot of that shit done, and that was huge for a – but I've had to do that at Compton College. I've had to do that at other places, uh, especially right. JUCO. 
So it, it is what it is. It's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to swallow when you see a coach that, that does that for his kids and gets screwed like that by a lazy administration. I'm going to call it lazy. Uh, it's it's not, not investing in the kids, the policy, really. They told the polys that we have a hair rule, and they had to cut Ooh. their hair. And the coach was like, ah, that's kind of racial and sensitive, racially insensitive to say the least, right? It's racially insensitive. Yeah. And then a lot of polys and usos have to get like a tribal tattoo. It's like a cultural tattoo that most of them get, even at young ages. They're like, oh, you got to cover them. And this coach is like, hold up. You got teachers walking around here with full beards and long ass hair, dread hair with tattoos all over the place. And you're not telling them to cut their hair or shave or cover their tattoos. So, again, it's a private school. You don't need a goddamn degree to teach it. Like, to be honest, you can get a, you get away with a B.A. You don't need a credential. All you need right. is a bachelor's degree. You don't need a credential like the rest of the California uh, teaching like a public school. It, it just, it's just, it's just so bad. And he, and he, he I guess he's a businessman. The, pre, the, the, the AD and the president of the, of the private school were basically using it against them as if like, uh, well, we, your private sector business sense doesn't mesh with our educational sense. And he's like, what? We ain't had a kid ineligible in my two years. We haven't had a kid with below GPA in my two years. Sounds like me because when I inherited a program, it was ineligible. It was crazy. It looks like they're throwing the kid under the bus or the coach under the bus. So it's a, it's a good video if you need to watch it. it. What's his name? Drop it down. Yeah. He's a multimillionaire. Josh said, cause he's a, he's a business guy. Yeah. So I don't know. It's unfortunate. Unfortunate. Hate to see it, man. Um, Bailey has to restart his computer. Okay. We got a lot of computer issues going today. Uh, Draymond Green back at it again, Big Smitty. Uh, swings at uh, Yurkic or whoever it was. Nurkic, yeah. Look at this, man. I, I now I don't know how that right there. Ron Gladnick is the name of the coach. So if you guys want to go out, go out there and Google him. Rod Ron Gladnick, St. Augustine High School. I'm sure you can find the interview he did with a buddy of mine. Actually, that I do know the guy that interviewed him in San Diego yesterday. Uh, I've actually been on their show. Um, so go check that out. Now, Big Smitty, this Draymond Green shit to me is straight up bitch made. Like, I just Ooh. don't know. How are you saying, is there a Draymond interview, Bailey? There's an interview that he did, and he basically is like, I don't apologize. <laughs> I'm like, is Draymond watching our show? Uh, but he's like, I don't apologize, but I'm going to apologize to him because all I was doing was, I, since I don't flop, all I do is this. And there's a video of him explaining it, apparently. Listen, bro. Come on, bro. Draymond, you smart. You're on the white person side today. I'm on the white person side today because, like, Draymond, there's no, that's not a basketball move. That's not a flail. You flail, you go up. You do this. Like, he did a full fucking three. He went in. He did a full 360-degree spin and made contact. You knew what you was doing, bro. You probably got frustrated. Feel like you ain't got fouled or he was being too physical on you. You you want the ref to call it. He didn't call it. So you did a 360 and hit him in his face. It's like, bro, I understand how important you have been to the previous version of the Golden State Warriors. And if you think you still have that same importance to the team currently, you got to be smart and, and, and make smart decisions when it comes to 
what you're doing on the court, bro, like he gets ejected. Like it's just the thing to do. It's one thing to play physical, to be tough, to be protective of Steph and your teammates and your players, things like that. It's a whole nother thing, man, when you're just getting ejected and, and causing, like you're, you're literally causing issues with the team, meaning that they lost last night and, and maybe they would have won with you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're, you're one of the key factors for this team. Let, and, let, me, ask, let me ask you something. And you're, call, and you're causing like losses. You did in the finals. You're doing it in the regular season. It's like, come on, man. Let me let me ask you something. Playing devil's advocate here. I, I think he does shit that's feminine. I think he has a lot of feminine energy. A lot of people think he's alpha. I think he's feminine. I think he's beta, if that's what they say nowadays. But I want to play devil's advocate with you. Okay. Is it magnified because the league is such pussy? Is it magnified now that he's doing these crazy things because we're so pussy in a society and in the NBA? The NBA has become so soft with floppers, with flopping, with reviews of flagrant one and flagrant two when really it's just a common foul. We're looking at a flagrant one foul for 12 fucking minutes on a review when all it was was a fucking hard foul to stop you from shooting a layup. Back in the day, we used to push people in the back. Right. <laughs> and I, I'm not denying D. Jones. I didn't say he didn't do what he did. I'm saying, is it magnified because of what we have become? I think a That's little bit because he's the only one doing it. Like back in the 80s, everybody was doing what he just did and they were doing even worse. That's were, why I think it was magnified, yeah. no? Right. No, I agree with you. I do think it's magnified because he is like the only guy who consistently is doing this. Where in the 80s, every fucking game, it seemed like, you know, you go you go YouTube right now, you can see all types of just hard fouls in the air, elbowing people in the back of their backs, fighting, things like that. But Jeremiah's the only guy really doing it at a consistent level right now. So it's I'm, magnified. I'm confused on why nobody has beat that man's ass. Because you know what, JB? I don't, and you mentioned that you think it's a feminine energy. And listen, I don't know the guy personally, but I do think he, as much as we can judge him, I do think Draymond is, like, he is serious. Like, I don't think he's, like, some phony, fake, tough guy who's soft and who's not going to fight. Like, I think he grew up in that environment in Saginaw. I saw a video, I saw a video too, with Rasheed Wallace talking, who I respect a lot. And he was on a podcast, and he was saying that he blames – his team, that Detroit Pistons team, for what Draymond is, because I guess apparently Draymond had, had like a cousin or something who was connected to that Pistons team, like that 04 Pistons team. So when Draymond was a kid, he would often be in the locker rooms and be at the games with, with that crew. So he would hear the same lingo. You know, you got Rasheed Wallace, you got Ben Wallace, you got, you know, Chauncey Phillips. You know, that, that, that was like the new age bad boy Pistons of the 2000s. Hey, John, Compton's finest. Hey, come, on, come on now, come on now. And Draymond's a kid, he's around that. So he's staring at it and he's seeing it and they're winning and they're getting, so he's seeing it. It's like, okay. And but he's that right team wasn't even close to the bad boys. I, I know, I know. That's you why know I said. That's why I said the, the new age version of it. You know what I'm saying? I don't see rules change. I, I don't think the bad boys were just that much, quote unquote, tougher per se from my actual person to person. You know, uh, player on the court. I just think with the rule changes from 
fucking 04 compared to 88. It's just certain shit that they did 88 that you couldn't get away with, you know. To, you I, know, I think here. personally, <laughs> I have a different take. I personally think he's creating his second career, which is a podcaster. And I truly believe that he's setting up the outlier effect. He wants to be the asshole menace. And that'll get him more lick clicks on his podcast when he knows he's due to retire here pretty soon. I don't think the guy can do much more because his skill set is limited. Let's right. be honest. He does what he does. He's the glue of the team, it's but he's also, yep. he's also he's also a liability. So I I think he's using this shit to get his show clicks right because everybody's gonna go watch. Uh, Cameron and Mace because they do what they do. Everyone's going to watch Joe Rogan because he says what he says. Everybody's going to watch these guys. So I wouldn't be shocked if he's setting up his second career because he knows nobody's going to retaliate. The league is so pussy, he knows that ain't nobody going to retaliate. I See, that's what I'm, I'm waiting for somebody just to... Like, I want to know why these fake tough guys like Dylan Brooks and all these motherfuckers, why you ain't taking them out, homie? You so tough. Like... Because they're not and, tough. I know that's my point. Charles Charles Oakley would have put hands on him. Uh, believe that. A lot of people would have. A lot Sean of people. Kip would have put hands on him. Like, a lot of people would have. <laughs> you so, know, GP and all them other teams. Like I, I don't know, man. It's so soft, dog. I, I don't know. Um, I got a message while I was gone on the break, though. That's why I came back late. Uh, I got to roll all the way to Redondo Beach today. For what? I'm picking up a rare, rare. I'm picking up a rare. I'm not a BMW guy, dog, but I got a chance to get this rare BMW 650i M series mm. twin turbo. It's actually one of a kind. Most 650i's are 450 horse V8. This one's 600 horse to the rear, and it's a luxury convertible. I got to get it. I gotta get it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go grab it. I'm gonna go grab it real quick. Uh, Come right back. Finish the show. <laughs> I'm gonna go grab that real quick with, with Mint Mobiles. Cheese. Big Smitty, you you next year for you. For me, I got to take care of me first. This year. Hey, as long as we get that thousand, I'm good. I, I think we got two people so far. I see how one of my brothers joined. So I'll, so we need 998 more people to join by January. We're gonna get a studio. Big Smitty gonna get a new car. When are y'all going to get a chance to be in the, in the new Deadpool? Me, Ryan Reno, me, me, and JB at the meet and greet. It's going to go crazy. I'm a Maserati guy when it comes to sports car, but I got this BMW. I like the look of it. I like how it looks. It's it's a charcoal gray with a white leather. Ooh, diamond in the back, sun roots out. It's got white leather combo interior. You can't find it. Like it's it's it's, it's one of one, dog. So I can't wait to see it. You got the dice in the mirror. It's it's I, it's it's white interior. I can't ah. Uh, so I can't even see. I can't even see inside, huh? Damn, that's real though. I get. And, it. And I we're gonna it. keep you know keep. Yeah, it right. yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. See, Doc Doc Mendoza clowning. He said two thousand two thousand two. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. <laughs> it's a 2020. Uh, so Pandemic. You know, yeah, it is. About 100, 100 rides. 100 100. But I'm not paying upfront money like that, and I don't got to put no money down. I got a little 
I can't give y'all my all my information, but I it's a hookup. It is a hookup. It's a dealer. You hear me? Uh. It's a dealer deal. I get a lot of I get a couple of deals for dealer deals. See, people throw some dealer tag deals at me. For all you dealerships out there, if you want a dealer tag deal, throw it at me. If anyone knows what it means, you know. If you don't know what a dealer tag deal is, then you don't know. And don't don't hate on the player. Hate the game. Um, what it is, Big Smitty, is certain dealer reached out and said, hey, if you rock my dealer tags, okay, I'll give you the whip. What? For two years, two years to drive around with the dealer tags on there, represent the dealership, promote my dealership. We'll give you the whip. After two years, pink slips mine. Ooh, what? You got it like that? D. Jones said, JB got an NIL deal. Hey, that's how I got my Maserati. Hey, you got you got an NIL deal, JB. I don't, I don't pay. I don't go out my way and pay for crazy luxury shit. It's not a big deal to me. Not a big deal to me. You do spend a lot of money on food, though. I will say that. Oh, God I spend five hundred a week. A week, Min- that's minimum. Two grand a month on food, groceries. That I go get. I go get it though, not Uber Eats. <laughs> that's bare minimum. No, he be in there. I'm like, damn, you got steaks and ribs and all hey. types of shit in here. I tell you, you missed out. I cooked. I smoked some ribs last night just no, on GP. Didn't. No, you didn't. And I made some chicken, dog. So I made my famous healthy boiled chicken legs. What I do is I boil chicken legs to completion. Yep. Put them in a bowl. I drain them. Put them in a bowl. Okay. I season them. I throw honey over them. Ooh. Season them again. Then I douse them with barbecue sauce in this bowl that has a shaker laid on top. I shake it all up. Douse? And then... Let it sit. Then I throw them on a sheet. I put them in the oven on bake at 350 for about eight minutes. Ooh. And it just it hardens the barbecue over the top just a little bit. And they're healthy. No fat in there at all. They're boiled chicken legs. Bomb is chicken legs. I made that over rice. And then I did a uh I, I uh I smoked uh some baby back ribs last night because I had them in the fridge from the football palooza. And I had to cook them. So I did have a salad last night, though. I did have a oh, salad. Okay, okay, okay. And a salad tossing. Huh. Uh, A.E. And you had some cookies. Oh, she oh, made man. me. Hey, A.E. made me some chocolate chip cookies. Now, the question I'm is. Leaving. I got the whole thing. I'll bring them in here right now. The, the A.E., did she bite the cookie before she A.E. Or did she A.E. and then she fixed and ate the cookies? I don't know. I don't care. I don't. I don't. Go to her mouth. <laughs> well, I was about you don't want you don't want you don't want you don't want no cookie crumbs in your in your in your a. Why not? No matter to me. <laughs> what you mean? That's comfortable walking around with with, with crumbs. Don't matter to me. I'm shower. I'm a shower. It don't matter to me. You have chocolate chips all in you. Come on, bro. Yeah. So it don't matter to me. I'm a shower. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's tastier for her. I don't know. Oh, uh, maybe Bill it's Maybelline. Bill Belichick comes out and says. uh well, they're saying he could be gone sooner than later. Robert Kraft saying the decision was made after they lost in Germany to the Colts, your Colts. Uh, where are you at with this? Because I probably am a lot different than you. I am not surprised if the reports are true. I remember going into that game, they were saying how important it was for Bill Belichick to win that game. Obviously, it took a big L to my Colts. 
And listen, I don't wish nobody to get fired, but listen, he's a made man. He's a made man. He's good. He's Hall of Fame. He doesn't have to prove anything else. So I don't feel bad that he's about to get let go. And it's even better that my Indianapolis Colts was the final straw that broke the camel's back, man. That's what I like to see, man. Go take care of Ash. I got my Colts goggles on. I know it. I got them on. It is what it is. But all I would say is this. I am not surprised. I've been telling y'all from the preseason, I said, Patriots fans, Boston's fans, enjoy the final season of your legendary head coach, Bill Belichick, because he's moving. What is that? Is that a kind of rapper? What is that? Ash, what is this? God damn. This motherfucker just ate one of my flip-flops, homie. Did you? He hungry as hell. Did you not feed him? This motherfucker, man. Damn, that was a Louis Vuitton flip flop too. That cost you a lot of money. Oh yeah, Prime got it for me. Um, all right. So here's my take. Why now are you saying it happened in Germany a month and a half ago? Why now is it coming out? It's a cop out. It's a sellout. I don't trust anybody that gets Thai massages and lies about it. Robert Kraft, shady. This guy got you six rings. You're a shady business operator. And let's just be real. Um, good luck ever, ever getting a coach to even come close to that man in all aspects, in every type of situational deflate gate to fucking skate gate, gate, film gate, Spy whatever. Game. Guess what? He got you a lot of rings. Got you a lot of rings. You'll never get it, Big Smitty. You'll never get it again. You'll never find him again. Shout out to Bill Belichick. Greatest to do it. And uh man, listen, you so you old. Listen, honored to have that man in your building. We respect the hell out of him. I do. I will all he's a Hall of Famer, but he ain't like that no more. It's okay. Everybody gets old at some point, man. Jordan with the Wizards wasn't Jordan with the Bulls, and that's okay. Kobe last year wasn't wasn't Kobe in 04. That's okay. There will be a time when LeBron slows down fully, and that's okay. No, it's not. He's on that rub rub. He's on that wet wet. <laughs> He's on that Barry Bond. He ain't shit. LeBron ain't slowing down. LeBron will be 50 years old. Cat's still talking about... I can put a million dollars in his body. He won't stand for the national anthem. He looks good. Oh, man. Stefan Diggs is an absolute buffoon. What Damn. the fuck is he wearing? What is he wearing? This buffoon. is y'all generation. See? This is y'all generation right here. This is your generation right here. What is Stefan Diggs wearing, Big Smitty? He's walking through the arena. This point, fashion just about making any piece of shit clothing and just overcharging NBA players. Look at this shit. He got on double pants. Look like he even got attacked by four Rottweilers with all that extra fabric. I hope your ass gets stuck in an elevator with them shits on, man. What the hell is this? I agree. Hey, real talk or jaw jacking? I mean, listen, I... Real talk, that's not my swag. You know, I'm not saying how I'm about to dress, but that's how a lot of these cats is dressing. I see Westbrook, he dresses kind of unique. So my question to you, is it just for clicks or is it their real drip? 
Like, come on, that ain't real drip. He ain't walking around like that. Man. I think they have partnerships with these big time brands, right? These Louis Vuitton, these Gucci's, whatever. And they be like, "Hey, man, this will look fire on you. You wear this, and you know, and you'll you'll get a, you know, free free clothes from us for two years, or you'll get a certain bag or whatever." So they do this, I think, in order to get. It's like a brand deal. Like that's my guess. I have no idea. I could be completely wrong. Maybe this is what he likes to do. But I think it's like a brand deal where it, it just helps them out. You know what I'm saying from a business standpoint. They all doing it though. Ain't no way he going to CVS like that. You know what I mean? Westbrook he ain't going to- does it. Harden does it. Cam Newton, RG3, all these motherfuckers do it, dog. It's now like- Cam Newton actually dressed the way he dressed. Like Cam Newton, like actually wears the hats and shit like that. That, 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 that don't get the motherfucker. You don't get a pass from me because you. No, dress- no, I'm not gonna pass. I'm just saying, at least with him, I think it's like 100 real. Other guys, I'm not for sure if it is or not. You know what I'm saying? It could be. I'm just, I'm just not for sure. It's just feminine men, dog. It's, again, why the women are so fucking inferior and do, and superior because we got feminine motherfuckers like this. Anyway, but that's all. I'm not hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but I do want to say this, man. As much as you want to put that on our generation, your generation has some motherfucking cross-dressing motherfuckers that y'all thought was so gangster and tough during your generation and y'all gave him a pass a la Dennis fucking Rodman was the most cross-dressing feminine weirdo fuck that y'all ever crossed the NBA and that's your generation and y'all gave him a pass because he won championship so don't come in my generation trying to hey, hold all that gangster talk was, like your generation though. he did that shit for money yeah this is so he masculine was, y'all he was this smashing is, Carmen hey, Electra hey, this is Madonna so masculine. This is so he masculine. was smashing bitches he had dime pieces at and his time. Fucking all of them, Stop the playing with now. me. He was fucking dime pieces. Who's who's Diggs fucking? Diggs got some baddies. Stephon Diggs got some bad. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Dwight Dwight Howard, homie. Fuck Cam Cam with me. Miss Stop. me with your boy. That's the White Howard right in front of you. That's the White. That's your guy. That's your captain. That that's your leader. That look at the picture, Jay. We don't don't turn your head. Look at the picture. That's your guy. That's your yeah. Look, that's your that's your gangster. That's your era in a in a fucking picture. That's your guy right there. Look at this hey, motherfucker. Hey, right, baby, can you send me the link in the private chat for Mint Mobile? On, I got man. people DMing me on Twitter trying about give me the link. They want to switch over. Send so right now and tell them to send us a screenshot immediately so we can validate that they switched over so we can count down. We need 998 people. How's our Twitter following and our TikTok following more loyal than our our YouTube following? We only had two people on YouTube. Switch over to Mint Mobile, man. What are y'all doing? Get you a burner phone. Come on, play up. We all need two phones for your work phone. $15 a month? Not a month, JB. A month. M-O-M-U-N-T. A month. Let's get you a burner phone. Come on, Brian Case. D. Jones and JRG 777 and D. Moose. Brian Case need one. He need one. He need, he need one to fend off all the Michigan, you know. He got Michigan State. All that shit like that. Uh, I don't know. I I I I take I'll take Carmen Electra. See, I knew Rodman did that shit for for his for clicks at his time. That's what y'all do now on phones. He did it with no cell phone. He did that shit just to fuck with people because he was smashing baddies. That's a that's a fucking cover up. By the way, though, Rodman fucked everybody up though. So 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 we're so it's cool. So it's cool. So So, I'm just I'm just I'm just asking. Where's your what are you gonna say about it when he beat your ass though? That's what y'all did. That's what y'all did in jail. Like y'all would brag, y'all would brag about being the gangster in jail who used to fucking <laughs> bend dudes over and take care of them. Y'all thought that was gangster. That shit hey, gangster. shout out to the JUCO world tonight. I'll, I have to give a shout out to JUCO just because I am JUCO as JUCO gets. 
Iowa Western Community College, uh, who beat the shit out of me on this, on Netflix. Um, they play for the national title tonight against East Mississippi Community College. I believe it's on TV. I believe it's on TV. Um, so shout out. Go watch the JUCO national title game between Iowa Western and East Mississippi. Um, shout out to JUCO. Mike Tomlin says George Pickens has become a distraction in the locker room. He says that we know we have issues, but at the end of the day, if your frustrations don't match your what you want to do by resolving it, then you get out, then leave. You're a bigger problem. You're making the frustrations even bigger and be instead of being professional. Um where you at with George Pickens, who's ultra uber talented, but he is underperformed, and I I attribute that to the quarterback play, oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, but at the clear. same time, wide receivers are the biggest shitbirds in the country, and I just got to be honest, they are the biggest shitbirds, and they're very big prima donnas, and they really cry babies, and if they don't get the ball, win or lose, the wideout, in my opinion, followed by the DB. You can lose a game. If he has 15 catches for 300 yards, he is the happiest camper on planet Earth. That is the difference between an old lineman that has nine pancakes in a game and loses, who's the most disappointed motherfucker on planet Earth. There is a huge difference between that skill position group and the rest of the football. You know as a D lineman, you know as an old lineman, wide outs can be satisfied by personal statistics. And I can't stand that part of it. That's why I hated them motherfuckers. That's why I recruited a thousand of them because I knew I was cutting one every day. So having said that, uber talented, we get it. But you got two, two shitbirds in Deontay Johnson and fucking Pickens. You have a problem, Tom Lennon. You've managed A.B. before. You've had the ultimate shitbird in A.B., and you kept him quiet for a long, long time. The ultimate warrior. <laughs> you, you kept him quiet, Tom Lennon. I give him more credit for that than I do anything else. But now you got two of them, and it's just becoming harder and harder in this day and age because of cell phone coverage, because of cancel culture, because you can't really say nothing to these motherfuckers because they're going to go on Twitter. George Pickens is liking tweets from other people putting down his quarterback and everyone's like, damn dog, you're that big of a shitbird where you're knocking your own quarterback, small hands. Uh, what's his name? Pickett. 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 Can you pick it? You're knocking him. Cause they, they had a, they, you see the tweet. They had this motherfucker like on the ground fucked up. And then George Pickens retweeted it. Cold blooded. Yeah, I man. I just what think you got with this? Nah, I mean, receivers are divas, man. It's, it's just, you know, you got to you gotta be you gotta just be smart. You know, it's just not good optics, you know, being on sideline, you know. And, and I, you know, I got to see the, the, the videos or pictures, but I'm sure he's probably pounding and throwing his arms, sitting by himself, complaining. And like you said, like, I'm a solution-based guy. Whatever the problem is, okay, cool. We can't change the problem immediately. What are the steps to making it better or possibly solving it? If you're not adding to the solution, you're adding to the problem. And, and that is a huge problem if you're a head coach in Mike Thomas. So I, I love his transparency, Mike Thomas, just tell it like it is. I've always loved that. That's why a lot of cats respect him. And, um, yeah, man, listen, it, it's okay to be frustrated. We all – we don't like losing. You definitely don't like losing when you're also not being 
utilized and evolved in the offense. I mean, I, I let's be real. If you was a receiver on that team, or if I was a receiver on that team, I'd be pretty damn frustrated too. Because like at the end of the day, I come here to play football, and I'm a wide receiver. I'm open. I'm running good routes. I'm here, and I'm not. I'm not getting touches. I'm getting two two touches a game. My yards are, are pathetic. It's like, yeah, you're gonna be frustrated. Like as much as we say it's about the team. It is, but I want to get mine too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, it's the whole season. It's two back-to-back seasons where it's like, man, I ain't really had a chance to do my thing because our quarterback sucks. All our quarterbacks suck. And I'm going to be frustrated. But it's about how you showcase that, how you approach it. You know what I'm saying? Talk to Tomlin privately. Talk to your teammates privately. Don't showcase it so much on the sideline when you know the cameras are on, are on you constantly. And I know it's easier said than done. Sometimes, sometimes you just pissed off. It's been times, JB, I'm sure, where you just been pissed off and you ain't care. You ain't care about no camera. You ain't care about what the situation was. You just pissed off and you snapping at a player. You snapping at a referee. Or you snapping. That's just how you feel. So, as much as I want to call him like a diva and all that, which I do think all receivers have that diva in them. Also, I am understanding that, like, I mean, bro. I'm a, like I play a dependent position, a D lineman, O lineman. We gonna get ours regardless, but he plays a dependent position. Without a quarterback, you can't do shit. Yeah. Next on the docket, the Vikings bench Dobbs. Uh, yeah. This was a rental. Dobbs has seemed to have been a rental. Maybe what? This is six team. <laughs> he continues to be a rental, and then he's treated as such. He's come in and saved franchises for a person you know for a short amount of time arizona he was very serviceable and, and he got there two weeks before the season and they just grunt dysfunctional organization to say the least he's been in some dysfunctional organizations it's not like he was in fucking new england and goddamn uh 49ers right like this guy's been in some dysfunctional places um i think he's in a short end of the stick on this deal or or no. Is there a reason he's on six teams and they keep moving him? Why? Bingo. Apparently he's a he's a genius. He's uh but I gotta be honest. It's football. Uh, it's, ain't, it's ain't school, it's football, JB. We we're not in the chemistry class. I've never known a genius off the field to be a great baller. I don't Bingo. know why. Hey, shout out to your geniuses and all that. I've never seen a baller just it's nuts and guts, Big Smitty. It's nuts and guts. Like, Derek Carr is very smart, too, I hear. <laughs> like, it's nuts and guts at the end of the day. You got to have balls. You got to have heart. You got to have fucking moxie. You got to have poise. You got to have the it factor. You computing fucking 77 divided by 473 times 6 on the field doesn't do me diddly shit. By the way, what's the answer? If anyone can give me the answer right now, I'll give you um, $10. Right now. Right now, after you pound the like, right now. Like, right, like one, two, three, uh, like the button right now. now. But no, Jamie, I agree with you. To me, in my experiences, a lot of times the smartest guys were almost limited because they were overthinking everything. Every single play was overthinking. And in football, you got to go 100 miles per hour. And if you're overthinking, you're not going 100. You're probably going 80. And it would mess you up. So, listen, Dobbs, good story. He's a good dude. He's a good teammate out here. He's good for two to three games of playing solid. And then people get film on him, and then everything changes. He looks, he has looked horrible the last few weeks, and he deserves to be to be benched. Let's stop being all, you know, nice and cuddly about it because we like his story. We like him. No, he has been 
trash these last few weeks. He was not that good with the Cardinals. It's not like his overall record as a starter. I have to look it up, but it's a I know it's horrible. It's a huge losing record. He's not a winner. He's just a good dude, good teammate who can manage games for a couple games, and that's it. That's literally it. And we just have boosted him up as this guy because he came to the Vikings, didn't know his teammates, didn't know the playbook, and he was able to win the game. And we made it seem like he was just a hero. It's just another Danny DeVito, <laughs> you know, storyline with this guy Dobbs. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I'm just. Uh, I damn neck hurt. I got to. My shoulder was starting to get better. It's, I was trying to figure out when Dobbs became so bad, though, because he threw those four picks in that game and he kind of went into shitter. He, two of those picks were dropped. And I'm like, two of those picks were dropped balls right in the chest of a receiver. I'm trying to figure in, figure out why that put him in such a shitter with 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 Kevin and the head coach and all. I'm trying to figure out why that happened overnight because it seems like he just hit the shitter overnight. Something seems wrong here because what he did without knowing the system at all, you would think deserved the right to learn the playbook even deeper and get better through, you know, basically osmosis, learning the system on the run. He just won you two games and got you back in the playoff on Big Smitty. Justin Jefferson's been hurt the entire time he's been and there. And Dobbs got his ass hurt again and with I, that I'm fucking decision he made. I got a teammate on the t- – let me be quiet. But you ain't played with the guy ever. Listen, he got the guy hurt again. All I'm going to say is this, man. Dobbs learned more of the playbook and got worse. A lot of times you play better with sometimes when you know when you when you sometimes free. too much is too little. So sometimes when you get so much overwhelming on how the protection, and this is the excited yeah. just and then this is the check. Sometimes coaches over fucking do it. Sometimes if I had Dobbs, I would have just kept them at the same shit. Hey dog, keep balling. Here it is. This is a hitch. This is a hitch smash combo. This is what he was telling me in the huddle in the earphone in the first two weeks. Just tell him that shit for the rest of the year. Fuck it. Why am I gonna teach you all this shit? Because now it's boggling this smart motherfucker down. Now this smart motherfucker now has to overthink everything, and now it's becoming an issue. So I'm just or saying. JB, or JB, you know what? Here's my theory. He's not that fucking good. It's the reason six teams have switched, has passed them on him. Like either every coach in the league is just dummy, dumb as hell, don't know football, don't know quarterback. Or Josh Job just ain't that damn good. And we like him as a person, so we're leaning on that. Come on, man. Hey, I'm glad you're saying it. Make Big Smitty racist, reverse racist. Big Smitty is reverse racism. He's talking about that. You know why? Because, see, this is this is, this is the, how racist this, this show is. See, Big Smitty's knocking this brother because he's smart, and he not like hood, banged out, swag. He, that's why Big Smitty's hating on this one. He treating this brother as a white boy. That is why this show is most racist. Yeah. You already know. This y'all, know is y'all know Florida I robbed know rob for my brothers and my sisters. Florida AG investigating college football playoffs over Florida State's exclusion from the college playoff. How far do you think this goes? Is it valid? Do you like it? Is it over with? Drama? Where are we at? It's just a storyline. It's not going to go nowhere. They're not going to figure nothing out in the next couple of weeks. The game will already be played. 
the, the the Michigan will already be the national champions. It's a waste of time. Listen, you didn't get picked, y'all. It is what it is. There, there, there's no rules to where you guys have to get picked. There's a literal bylaw that says if your quarterback or your player, a key player gets hurt, that plays a factor into our decisions. That right there closes the case. It's a wrap. It's over. There's nothing else. Like what, what are we arguing about, Florida State? I'm sorry. Life is not fair, okay? Yeah, did, did you guys earn it based upon your season? Yes, you did. But I always say you earn and you're worth whatever they're willing to give you. And they gave you a, a shot outside of the playoffs. <laughs> you didn't get you, – you was not given a top four seed. It sucks. It hurts. Players learn from this because this is this is the real world. This is life, JB. You know it. I know it. This is the real world. You can have a job and do everything right, work hard, be perfect, and still not get that raise. Still get let go when a pandemic happens and and you got it and you get fired. And you got like things happen in the real world. This is a prime example that will help these young men become real men in the real world. So hey, does it suck if you're a Florida State fan? Yes. Is this case going to do anything at all? No. So waste of time. Let's move on. Um. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, it is what it is. It's, not, it's, it's again, we're in this bitch fight ass pussy world. Everything is a fucking cry for victim, victim, victim mentality. That's the world we live in. Even when we're wrong, we use victim mentality to get the hearts and uh souls of america's social media on our side that is what it is and it's fucking soft um <laughs> ex bill punter and san diego state alum Areza has a lawsuit dropped by his accuser but is it too little too late he's already been blackballed in my opinion by the nfl why has nobody called him if we know he didn't do it see it's perception is reality in this world it sucks look at me for instance look at a lot of people i know for instance this is another fucking issue i'm trying to figure out why he hasn't been scooped up because we're in a league where we're working out punters and kickers every week and this guy has not got called, even though the, the ladies lied. Uh, she's come out and said she's lied. They've caught her lying. It's clear as day she lied. Why is he still being fucked? Man, it's a shame. Um, yeah, perception is reality. I think you hit the nail right on the head. And also the fact that the matter is he's a punter. He's very, 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 very replaceable. So it's like they're looking at the... Like the bit, the, the cost benefit analysis. But it goes in the other way. They're working out punters every day too. Right. Well, it's true. But I'm just saying, like, let's say he was a, a top notch quarterback or even a top notch skilled guy, a, a, a raw receiver. I think he would be more likely given a second chance at coming to the league versus being a punter because we don't really value punters to the but same we're level about or extent. Chance, but he didn't do nothing. See, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's it's it, it's fucked up. It's so it's foul. Problem. Yeah, no, it's a problem. I agree with you. I'm not even arguing with you. It's just it's a problem. It's like once once your name has been drugged through the mud, you you gonna always be dirty. That t-shirt gonna always be dirty. You can wash it a thousand times, take it to the cleaner, but that shirt ain't gonna never be the same. You you ever bought a fresh white tee back in the days? I used, I used to get like five t-shirts for twenty dollars, different colors. When you put it on that first day, it's amazing. After that first day. 
is never looks that same way again. The, the, the collar is all stretched out. The shit is all dingy. And I that's mean, how it is. In the league right now, like a guy that's up for the MVP, like Kareem Hunt, like a lot of guys out here that have been on caught on camera actually raising back and socking a female. They're in the league. This guy's done nothing but go to a dorm room party and get lied on. I've been in this situation. I've had to defend players who I knew didn't do anything. And this cat is now blackballed. And it's it's crazy. We're making excuses as why he's not being picked up because of the position he plays when, in fact, really, he was signed for millions of dollars on the Buffalo Bills already. So... That's the problem I have, dog, and uh, it's unfortunate and it's shitty. But moving on, the Lakers played Dallas last night after winning the in-season tournament, and I thought they would no-show. They they proved me a little wrong. They showed up, all LeBron, right, AD. Right. They had numbers. They had big numbers. They lost by two. They had big numbers, but Big Smitty, this was the number one defensive team in the bubble. Or whatever we call it in the in season tournament, yeah. In season tournament, they have been playing lights out on defense. They held Halliburton to what nine? They, they locked them. They locked the Pacers. Why up. now did you give up one twenty seven? See, that's what people don't want to talk about. They want to talk about oh, they only lost by two, JB. No, I'm saying they didn't show up. Because you allowed 127. Yeah, you can score because Dallas is shitty. Y'all think he's, they're good because they got Kyrie and Luka? They're shitty. Dallas is who they are. They're shitty. You didn't show up because you should have held that team to 90 and let Luka have 50. That's how shitty that team is. Dante Exum had like 30. He makes, and that was, and that's my point. He makes who seven. Is that? He made seven threes. He's only made eight threes. Who is his, it? He's, he's only made eight threes in his entire career, and he made seven last night. Hardaway so, Jr. had like 30. That's regular, though. Hardaway can don't do that to Hardaway regular. Jr. Don't do regular. it. I'm saying. He's out again. He's, a, he's, a, he's, he's at the Flat World Convention in, in, in Dubai. He's not even playing. Like, what? It's not crazy for Hardaway Jr. to go drop It's crazy not points. to play defense with no It's Kyrie. not crazy for Luka to do what he did. He's Luka Doncic, one of the top five best players in the world. It's crazy for Doncic to ask him to make seven threes, but it happened. That's an outlier game. Wait, that's wait, that's why, why they lost. So you can't, you can't game plan and scheme up a non-Kyrie team? No I'm way. Sure. What do you mean? Can't, yeah, they did scheme up, but they didn't know Dante Exum was going to make seven fucking three. He made eight I threes. Know, I know why you didn't know, because you didn't defend him. <laughs> it's the reason why, JB, the motherfucker made eight threes in his life, in his okay, career, so ever. What? You got to go close out after he's hit two. JB, it's almost like... You get a cat from not hitting, making his third three, you go at him. They didn't do it until, week, until he made five in a row. And I'm sitting there like, are you going to let this motherfucker shoot the whole night? That's how you get guys in the in- – by the way, he's in the NBA, homie. He's not in the G League. He's in the NBA for a reason. Stop making excuses for the Lakers. I keep it real on this show. Smitty, I keep it a thousand. We both hate LeBron and like Kobe, but at the same time, we're Laker fans. The Lakers need to show up and play defense. I knew they wouldn't. That's why I won me $200. 
I hear what you're saying, JB. I just think like you act like they would just not guard the moment. I, no, Luka Doncic draws the defense in because of his greatness, and he creates open shots for players like Dante Exum. It's easier said than done. You can't just stay on him the whole time when Luka Doncic is driving to the fucking paint because you're going to make it too easy for him. That's what it is, man. Listen, Dante made seven threes, and they won by two points. I like the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Like I like the Lakers in that matchup. These guys played ten times. Lakers going to win eight of them. Like, come on, bro. You think Dante going to make seven fucking threes again? No. They won by two points. AD played very well. Could have finished off stronger. LeBron played well. Fucking Reeves played well. Like, yeah, I agree. The defense got to tighten up. But at the same time, sometimes guys are just hot. The Mavs are hot, and that's what it was. That was scared, huh? scared the hell out of me. I ain't going to lie. That scared the hell out of me. That came like, out of nowhere. I like, my, I like that addition right there. I like that addition. That's a new whistle. <laughs> that means we got a super chat. Hey, Coach, do you think Josh Heupel should have set Joe Milton after the Florida loss and started working on the future with Nico? Nico's a kid I coached and trained since he was a little kid. His, his daddy was my tight end in JUCO at Compton College. Shout out to uh, my main man. I'm just trying to figure out. I'm not a big Heupel guy, um, and I'm not a big Joe Milton guy. I think that they've paid – Nico, some millions of dollars. They're going to have to play him eventually. Uh, we know that. But I don't think Nico is ready either to play Alabama and Georgia and fucking all those guys either. So uh, I think he's doing the right thing. You got to play the guy you have. You got to get the guy you have in NFL film as well, don't you? Yeah. So it'd be a disservice to just shit on him and go to Nico this season when you have all spring ball with the kid. And you got to have to get this guy. Your number one job as a head coach is to get you where you could not get yourself. It's matriculate them through the process and get them graduated or to the NFL if you're in college. So Hypo's number one job is to get Milton a shot. You would do him a disservice and hurt you in recruiting the next quarterback if you were to get labeled as doing a kid wrong by playing a political game. So I do like what Hypo's done. Um. That's the realest answer you'll ever get on any fucking platform. So next time you need to drop $50, motherfucker. We, only, right. we only ask a 50, $50 super chat for the rest of the show. If it ain't 50 or more, we're not answering it. So I got to go get a BMW. I got to get a studio. I got to pay my <laughs> light bill. Like soundproof wall, better internet, and a new place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Jets have told Zach Wilson, the Mormon milf hunter himself. Big Smitty calls him the Morphin. Yeah, mighty um, Power Ranger. He will be traded after this season. So basically, let's break it down. He's being told he's being traded for one reason and one reason only. Aaron Rodgers is healthy. He didn't tear his Achilles. He lied. He's back. I'm just kidding. I don't know the truth, but everyone's saying he didn't tear it, blah, blah, blah. He must be back. They must have full confidence in Aaron Rodgers coming back or they wouldn't trade him away. Um, but they're going to have to get another backup for a 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers who's already torn an Achilles, they say, allegedly. Um, where are you at with this, and why would you tell him right now after he just helped you put up 30 and put you back percentage-wise, at least, in the playoff pitcher? I know that's an outside chance, but they are playoff percentage-wise alive in the playoff hunt. 
It looks like allegedly it was like mutual discussion and they think it's beneficial for both sides. I don't mind like having that, that conversation right now, just so, you know, it's towards the end of the season, only a couple, couple of weeks left and it just kind of helps prepare that guy. I'd rather know than to be shocked. That shock value doesn't help. I don't want to come, come to the locker room and, Hey, come here, uh, Zach. Well, you know, Hey, let you know, we're going to let you go, you know, go, go, go grab a black trash bag and go, you know, nah, let me know right now. Hey man, I think it'd be better for you. Get a fresh start. Another market better for us. We're gonna move forward, forward with Aaron and go that route. I think that just makes it makes the most sense. I think Zach Wilson, Wilson has a lot of talent left in the chamber, and maybe he can go be a backup somewhere for an actual contender and fuck around and, and have a good career. Maybe he can go, go to the Chiefs and backs up Mahomes or you know backs up Purdy or something like that. It ends up having a pretty good career later on down the road once his card is called again. Yeah. Um. I hope he gets out. I think that the fan base there has been a bunch of bitch-made cats. I think that his own teammates have thrown him under the bus. I think that the kid is just fragile mentally, which is what we are in society now. There is no more mental fortitude. There is no more tough love, tough skin. I don't believe this kid really can fight through anything mental that he sees on Twitter. So, therefore, he goes out and he just... And I'm like, come on. Uh... So I think he needs to start over, which is crazy. I hate to say that because I, I'd rather have him stay there, learn under Aaron Rodgers another year, and then maybe take the job again. Because now you've had uh, the ep- most ebb and flow, highs and lows a quarterback can have. Like, you have to succeed. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, DJ who? You, uh, you were Galele. You were Galele. DJ, you were, DJ, you were, you were Galele. DJ, you were Galele. DJ, you were Galele. You were Galele. You were, you were Galele. DJ, you were Galele. DJ, you were Galele. Josh, where you at? Can Josh call in real quick and like actually pronounce it the right way and then jump off? Because I really want to know. I'm not trying, I've never known how to say this guy's name. And it looks like it's Yuba Galele. And I want to respect this man and his family and his last name, but I don't know how to say it. So if Josh could call in and tell us real quick, that'd be perfect. Or can someone spell it out like with the, um, what's it called? Phonetic spelling or whatever? Oh, it's hold on. Here we go. Here we go. It's Galele. Is it Yui Ongalele? It's yes. Uwe, hold on, Uwe Ungalele. Uwe Ungalele. Uwe Ungalele. It's it's really yeah, Ungalele. Like Ungalele, Ungalele, mommy, iya, iya, uh oh. So Uwe Ungalele. Some now somebody redo it. I don't like I don't like the way they, they did the phonetics because I don't know if it, is this Lele, is it Lele? Uwe Gal. Uwe ah, Uwe ah, ga, lay e. You a galele? Is that for real, Ryan? Or is he bullshitting? Ah, yeah, just stop, stop. Hold on, you a galele? It's you. Hold on, bro. Angale. You a angale. Ooh, you don't even. It's like ooh angale. Ooh angale. Like Ua Ungale. DJ Ua Ungale. 
Yeah, a little better, a little better. DJ Ua Ungalay. Okay, I'm like, get that shit. DJ Ua Ungalay. Ungalay, Ungalay, mommy, ia, ia, uh oh. Is he going back to the ACC or not? He out, man. Hey, this is the transfer, transfer world we live in, man. They love leaving. These motherfuckers love leaving. They ain't gonna never marry nobody. They ain't gonna never get no relationship. They ain't committing to shit. They're gonna get a job and their resume gonna be so hoppy. I, I used to work in recruiting and we used to like do job placements for manufacturing firms and, and warehouses and stuff like that. And one of the things that we were told to avoid is when you're looking at a resume and if someone had a job from May 2013 to August 2013, and then from another job from September 2013 to December 2013, and they just hopped around. We said, hey, you know what? Avoid them because they're not gonna stay around and you're gonna we're gonna lose the contract. But this new generation, that's what they all their resumes are gonna look like. They're not committing to a job, a relationship, an idea, a business, or a damn school. This guy's out of there. I just couldn't go across the country all the time. If I'm the dad, I'm like, hell no, I ain't gonna be in any of your games. I'll be like, motherfucker, I'm not going from Clemson to Oregon to fucking back to Florida. Like, dog. Come on. You got a Uso family, and it's so loyal of a fucking culture. And it's also a broke culture. You better have a lot of cheese stacked up to, to fly 100 motherfucking Usos across America every damn weekend because them motherfuckers want to come deep. Mm. It ain't fucking cheap, homie. And I wouldn't get on a flight that many times right now. Oh, man. Every flight I look on TikTok or Twitter, Instagram is a fucking some crazy Karen on that motherfucker doing some crazy shit. Put your headphones in. You ignore all that shit. Nah, not, not, not me. You know me. I I, I don't just bark. I bite. <laughs> uh, Real quick. Say his, name, say his name one more time before we move on. Ua Ungale. DJ Uwe Ungalele. Nah, not Lele. No, because I'm looking in the chat and Bailey, he, he spelled out perfectly. He put Uwe Ungalele. It ain't. It's Uwe Ungale. Nah, you're missing the. It's Lele, bro. It's not no Lele. No. The L E L E I is Lele. You won't even hear what the motherfucker said. How they say just call him DJ Smitty because we're just. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get his daddy uh, Dave on, and I'm gonna get his uncle Yona. Yeah, daddy on. On. I'm gonna get Yona on the show as well. Uh, really good friends of mine, lifelong friend of mine. All right, DJ, you. Al Michaels has been told he won't call the ABC NBC playoff games this year for the first time in years and decades and decades and decades after criticizing the distraction Taylor Swift has having on the NFL. He has now been told he won't do it. It's crazy that you can't say anything anymore. And he sees why Kelsey's fat. He sees why Mahomes is shitty. He sees why the fucking Queendom fan base is in shambles. And Big Smitty, the Queendom fan base. We have a new graphic for the Queendom fan base. Oh, man. I had a graphic created. And I want to show it. Bailey, let's please show the new Queendom fan base graphic. Because without this graphic, we cannot express <laughs> the seriousness of how they're coming after legends like Al Michaels. The Swifties have allowed a person, an icon, who called the miracle on ice. 
to not call an NFL playoff game because that's how soft we've become. This is the fan base that's done it. You queendom fan base, fucking Fairweather fans, have caused a legend in Al Michaels to now, after the horrible Amazon Prime Thursday night games, to be done for the season? This is an old legend. He needs these games, Big Smitty, or he just may go off and croak somewhere. We've seen it too many times. Joe Paterno fired him. Dies a month later. Mm-hmm. Like We've seen this movie before. Just keeping it real. Mic drop. I ain't got nothing to add to that. Now you said that shit perfectly. Chiefs queen them. They they do it again. Hey, you I'm know, sure. Luke ain't been in chat for like a week. Luke you know, By the way, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I haven't seen women in our chat in a long time. Like it's been they, straight they, men. They, they sexist. They racist. They they the women have banned you. Like Lucy don't be on here no more. Chris ain't been on here enough forever. I ain't seen uh 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 who else? Bree. Bree gone. She's gone. gone. She doesn't remember no more, I don't think. Um, left the Discord. Well, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Jada in here. She was in here real early, but she ain't been in here really consistently. Kelly, I ain't seen the bubblegum in a minute. Like, she was in here yesterday. I saw her yesterday. But they, they, don't, they don't really be in here for real. They don't really be nah, riding they, with us they, they got, they got, they got, they, they bounce on us. Something, something you said, probably. And we had that woman conversation earlier. Would have been great no, to have me. a... Not me, because I don't say nothing that's offensive. You probably said something. It would have been great to have a woman's perspective earlier today when we had that whole little topic about the, you know, the weak men. Of course, they don't agree with you because like it benefits women to say, "Oh, men are just great. We're weak. We're 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 the same. Women, nothing wrong with us. It's all on the weak men. That's why we're changing. Take ownership. Take accountability." He cussing out somebody, y'all, because it's mute. Because of somebody y'all back. Y'all guess what JB saying right now? Stay mute, JB. Hey, y'all put in the comments, which I think JB is saying right now. Put it put in the comments right now. Here you go, y'all. R- read his lips, read his lips, and tell me exactly. <laughs> you fucking slap dick. You think you can fuck with me? You think you know ball? I've been doing uh, this since you were I had to I had to tell some truth to the TikTokers. Um, all right. <laughs> the Swifties are bitch made cats. Georgia. Considered the favorite to land Florida running back transfer, Trevor Etienne. My boy just got the, the new job, the DB coaching job at Florida. Shout okay. out to him. Uh, but Trevor Etienne's leaving. Is this the end for Billy Napier and the Florida Gators regime after this year? Hopefully my boy can save him in the recruiting world, but I don't know. Pasadena's finest, uh, California finest, went and got the DB job. I don't know if he can save the job for Billy Napier, but – Travis Etienne going to Georgia is not a good thing for Florida. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I, Florida needed him to go to Colorado or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Not right. Georgia. Not our fucking team we got to beat. Um, Georgia? Mm-hmm. Where you at with this? At this point, is it just another transfer portal, kid? Like, do we care? I don't care. I'm, I'm glad you said that. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a hell. We're going to have these all. We're going to have these every single day in the offseason. Every day. This player goes here. This player goes here. This player goes here. This player goes here. Like, whatever. At this yeah. point. You know I what I mean? I don't care either. I'm just retweeting everything because we got so much action cracking here. Let me go see. Let me go. Let me go uh, Vikings offensive coordinator Wes Phillips was arrested for a DUI last Friday before their game. And yeah. uh, he, he addressed his arrest uh, yesterday. 
Take a listen. Aside from the standards I have for myself, I do understand that as a coach in this league, uh, there are certain standards from the NFL and from the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and I didn't live up. Keep it real, Big Smitty. If you saw his mugshot just passing by yeah. on your phone, would you think that motherfucker coached A, 90% black players, B, was definitely was the offensive coordinator for the genius eyebrowless Dobbs and wonder why Dobbs is being benched. This motherfucker looked like he owned a white van with the windows covered up. He I'll looked like pedophile. Like this motherfucker looks like, hold up, wait a minute, pump our brakes and look back. He looked like he's in Frisco or L.A. on Skid Row looking for a handout. And this motherfucker worth millions. He over there coaching the Vikings. This man oh. look like his breath smell like coffee right now. Coffee and liquor. Coffee and cigarettes. Breath stink like a motherfucker. He He's so, like, he's, DUI is not all he's done wrong. Yeah, he does. <laughs> that motherfucker, DUI is not his worst offense. I'm going to tell you right now. This cat. He didn't kill the brother before, I think. But I can't get a job, Big Smitty. It's fucking crazy. Let, let's just keep listening. To those standards. Um. The last thing I would ever want to do is detract from uh, the attention being on. No, it is the last thing you want to do because you did it. The first I, thing I'm, you want so to do. Over, I'm so over the fact that cats get excuses, get excused or get a pass or because they apologize, they get a pass. This is who this motherfucker is. Yeah. Why do we keep? Giving dudes passes for words they say. We aren't what we say. We're what we do. Right. We are what we do, not what we say we do. This motherfucker is now going to come out and say all the shit he's going to do. You're a liar. This is who you are. These guys continue to get passes. But the guy who stands on his hill and continue to say, fuck apologizing. This is who I am, homie. And like it or not like it, this is what you get. I'm canceled. This guy, <laughs> this guy, who do you fucking? Th- if I'm the head coach, do you think I'm letting this motherfucker coach my black quarterback? You're out of your fucking mind. But guess what? I don't know shit. The great things that these guys do on the field, and uh, so that that was unfortunate for me. Um, I do believe in being accountable and learning from your mistakes. Uh, accepting whatever discipline may come down the road and growing from it and going forward with a positive attitude. You about to cry? <laughs> um, it sounds like we were just right on the edge. Though. To learn from the uh, but uh, learn from it and grow. In what ways do you think you learn from it and grow? You 60 fucking years old, homie! You ain't old as this motherfucker! How much more can you learn? How much more can you learn? It's this over. Excuse making ass shit, homie. I'm so fucking tired of these excuses. And the people that accept his excuses, Big Smitty, are the problem. You're the problem. Of course he's gonna excuse he's gonna apologize. He's trying to save his job. You're the problem for accepting that motherfucker's apology. The announcer, if I was the, the guy in the crowd, Big Smitty, you and I need to start going to these. If we can get a pass. 
Excuse me. Excuse me. Why are you apologizing? This is who you are. You're a liar. You're <laughs> fucking 60. You've already learned everything you can learn, and you know you're doing this because this is who you are. I would respect you more if you said that. Now get the fuck off the stage. That is what I would say. But remember who you are. Remember. He looks like he's so fucking charmed up. I I think if I looked at his fingertips and his gums, I could tell you right now. I bet you that motherfucker's a sherm stick smoking motherfucker. He's probably so wet. He smells like fucking menthol and fucking sherm. You know, sherm's a horrible smell, though. That motherfucker's decrepit smell. That is who, that is what he is. I'm telling you right now, I, I'm a good judge of character. I don't miss too much on this shit. This motherfucker is the OC for the Vikings. Why? <laughs> this motherfucker gets high and hunts deer and hallucinates. Dog, I got this dude, Frank the Tank, on TikTok. All he asked me for three days straight is, how do you feel about College of the Desert? If mm-hmm. I haven't answered you in three days, why the fuck are you still asking the question? I don't know if they even is. College of the Desert to Juco out here. Uh, um, Man, fuck that OC in the Vikings. LeBron completely ignores the national anthem. We already dove into this. Um, We got about 15 minutes. I'm like over the whole thing too, because I'm like over the politics of it. Um, the the national anthem's going on right now, and I don't want to dive too much into it, Big Snake, because I don't really care. I really don't. Uh, the issue is the PR team, in my opinion, for allowing them to come in during that when kids are right in front of them standing like this, to me, is a macro problem, not a micro problem. Uh, I would never have came in during the thing. That's all my thing is. Like, fuck it. Just don't come in during the thing. I agree with you earlier. There's cats up there fucking jacking off, fucking eating hot dogs. It is what it is. But for he's not the guy eating hot dogs. He's LeBron James. Like your homeboy said, he's LeBron James. Uh, that's just the issue. You yeah. know it's going to be scrutinized, dog. It's like Brittany yeah, Griner. He don't care. He's a billionaire. Who cares? I don't care. Listen, everybody got their different feelings about the anthem. I'm not even about the diamonds to that. That's that's a whole other conversation, but whatever your fans are with that, that's cool. Sure, optically he should have waited. I get it, but like, is it that big of a deal? I guess that's my question. For people in the chat who was saying I was wrong earlier, okay, cool. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. He should have just waited. Shouldn't have walked across. Is it really that big of a deal though? Like, are we about to? This shit is viral. Oh my God, LeBron's so fucking disrespectful. He's just like, come on, y'all. It ain't that deep. Like, God. It like, is disrespectful because of who he is, but at the same time, there's a million of them doing it. Uh, Nigga, Ron, terrible example to the youth. We allow this shit. I hear you, bro. We allow a lot of shit. What you doing, Ron? Respectfully. And I'm, I'm, I'm just asking you. I'm just saying we do a lot of shit that, that, that ain't good examples to the youth. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing, too. Can we stop acting like us as grown men and women, can we stop acting like we just live our day to day lives focused solely on the fucking kids? We don't fuck them kids. We don't be we don't, we don't care about these kids twenty four seven. Let's keep it real, JB. And I'm joking a little bit on that last one, but let's keep it real though. We're not living our lives day to day. Okay, every decision I make, I have to think about my kids. You think about the kids when you getting your AE? You think about them kids when you hitting it from the back? You think about your kid when you drinking that liquor at night because you had a stressful uh, week? 
You think about them kids when you're trying to pay Randy. Come on, bro. Like that's such a, a weak answer to me. It's just disrespectful to the kid. It's a bad zone for the kids. What you doing for the kids, motherfucker? You got kids of your own at home, and you a bad example in your own house. Stop worrying about another man. What Charles Barkley say? I'm not your role model. Stop expecting another a man or woman to raise your kids. You raise your own kids. How about that? So tired of that narrative, man. Can we get away from that? I, we got so many issues here. I, I don't even know where to begin. All I know is this. We got Skrukinski, Yolinsky, Flinsky, the Ukraine president. He's here on our soil, on our cha- news channel, Fox, last night, talking about doing? we what should be doing? paying him more money. He should have got a bullet in his motherfucking head right there on the spot. I'm it so tired. It would have started a war, though, JB. I, I'm so tired of this motherfucking foreigners, homie, coming on our shit. I'm just saying, we got bigger issues. <laughs> Got bigger issues. Uh, can we do some? Uh, I gotta do some white people shit. I gotta do some white people shit real quick. I want to do some white people shit because this is happening, and I got HOA. I got HOA, big spin. You won't know about HOA until you get this. Crib that's Homeowners get- Association. That's 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 a fee you got. Yeah, pay. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's I I hate it. I'm fighting mine every day. Um. I can't stand it. They're so fucking nitpicky and bitch made. Um, But take a look at this white people shit right here. Amazon's delivering packages, right? UPS, Amazon. It's snowing wherever they are. It's probably like Indianapolis. So this guy. Um, So I'm part of the HOA the homeowners association um you know i keep track of the neighborhood making sure people are doing the things they need to do yada 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 um, hold on why the <laughs> why he standing why he leaning in so close to the look how you standing jb <laughs> i think the camera's right there yeah that's, that's how I, it just looks funny i'm sorry keep going um you have like a ton of packages on your porch right you know, HOA code says you're not supposed to have this many packages on your porch. You can order as much as you want, but you can't keep them on your front porch like you are. They've been here all day. I've been watching this literally from my house down the street, two doors down, left side, blue house, all day. All day. They've been right here. I don't want to look at them. They're ugly. <laughs> Just bring them in the house. I don't get it. They've literally been here all day. I don't get it how you have so much money. You just order stuff nonstop. <sighs> really starting to piss me off. So, because of this, because I'm quite upset as of right now, um, you are getting a fine for this, for having all these packages on there. It's $25 per package. So, you have this one. One. Two, three, four, five. So five times twenty-five, that's $125. Fine. Yeah, because they've been on your porch longer than six hours. That's the rule. But you know what it is. Anyways. So I'll bring the fine by in a little bit. You can pay with cash, check, card, basically whatever. <laughs> Any questions? Oh so look. I swear to God, I wouldn't pay that. I swear to God, I would not pay that. 
Here's the thing. He's a he's a TikToker or some type of bullshit fake. He's a fake guy. Here's yeah. the issue though. It's yeah, not fake though. I live in HOA, homie. This is real shit. I deal with this every day, and that's why we wanted to show this. This is real shit. These motherfuckers give me fines for my trees being too long in the front yard, or if I have one weed in the most heavily rain season we've ever had last year, I get one weed in my rocks bed outside, I get a fine for 100 bucks. This is real shit. And all you motherfuckers that don't own a home, that don't know about HOA, y'all think it's fake? Okay, the skit might have been fake. That shit is real. HOA is white people shit. And I'm just telling you right now, I'm not the one. Big Smitty, you've been to my door. You've been to my house. What do I have on my door? I have a big-ass long message, don't I? Don't knock on the door or else basically my dogs will eat you. Motherfuckers. So Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. It's M-U-A-F-U-C-K-A. Yep. Racist. Yep. So hold on real quick. So, so just to educate me. So the HOA, their job, their ultimate goal is to maintain the value of the neighborhood. So they have certain yes. rules to make sure y'all yes. okay. It's actually harassment. And I'm ready to sue these motherfuckers. I'm the one that has basically gone on. A, I'm the rogue one they hate. Because I'm, I'm the one that, man, I went like six months. I didn't pay HOA. I had a cease and desist letter sent to them motherfuckers by my lawyers. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I did on purpose too. And then I get emails. I just cuss these motherfuckers out. They won't respond to me no more. They said, I can't talk to you no more because you're so vulgar. What value do they bring outside of nothing, telling y'all what not to we do? Have like- no amenities. We get, it's not like we have a pool, tennis court, basketball court. We have zilch, nothing. Do they cut your grass for you or anything? I don't have grass anyway. No, they don't. And the thing is, it's fucking unbelievable. We have no amenities. Plus we're paying 150 a month. That's wild. That's wild. You know how much fucking auto insurance is in California, motherfuckers? Do you know you can't get auto insurance in California? Do you know what it costs me to insure two cars in California right now, full coverage, a month? What? $1,290 for two vehicles to be insured in California right now. Do you know what the down to payment is for that? $1,290. $2,400 to start up insurance in California right now on two vehicles full coverage. That's with a $1,000 deductible, dog. Uh, <laughs> shit. Nathaniel, go ahead and Google it right now, homie. I'll put it on everything I love. I'll put it on everything I love. I'll bet you money right now that if you prove that I'm lying, I will give you $1,000. Nathaniel, motherfucker, why I got to lie about that for? I just paid it, motherfucker. I'll show you the goddamn receipt. California is in dire need of a... The auto insurance market has left California, number one. So the whole market has left. It's left. I got Marcus Roddy, a Cadillac, a BMW. And D. Jones. g Wacky. A little hate, a little hating and shit, DJ. Uh, <laughs> to live and die in LA, homie. That's what it is. You got to ante up. Hey, Big Smitty. I can't bitch about it. I li- I'm from here. You I can decide. You decide. 
But it's too much. The housing market is so fucked up. It's hard to move to Arizona right now. So it's like you got to – what are you going to do? So Mint Mobile, you got to have Mint Mobile. That's where it's at. Mint Mobile can save us all if y'all buy in. So – no, like, hold on. Last ten minutes, man. Like, let's make this shit happen right now, cause I'm about to get pissed off. Let me, let me, let me find the fucking link. I think I put it in there wrong, man. Hey, right now, I want ten people to hit this link right now. We got ten minutes left. I need ten people to hit this link right now. Cat a minute, a cat a minute. Come on now, and and put it and send us a screenshot to to the email so we know you did it for real. Right, done in the chat. Soon as you switched over, soon as you got a new phone. It's fifteen dollars a month, y'all. We our chat, y'all got money in our chat. Y'all paid it. I know y'all paid. So stop playing hey, around. Hey, somebody on TikTok said he got 500 on Big Smitty versus Matt Super Bowl Sunday. I gotta start getting in shape. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, hey, uh, Jam237. You better be careful. I'm betting that shit. Big Smitty making excuses right here on the show. David no, Liberty ready. said, What are you driving, bro? I got two cars fully covered for 128 a month. You're not in California. Stop lying. You lying like a motherfucker. You ain't in California at $128 a month. I've been searching for insurance for two months. Don't tell me you're in California paying $128 a month. Give me your insurance then, motherfucker. There's you lying through your teeth. He just want me to respond to the motherfucker. He probably got he probably got that spirit insurance. You know what I mean? He probably found some like I never heard of spirit insurance, but I got some white people's shit right here. This could never happen to a brother, in my opinion. Take a look. Hey, man, you can just leave the package there at the door. Excuse me? Just leave the package there. I'll be home in a sec. Thanks. Um, I'm not a delivery guy. <laughs> I'm here to see Sarah. Who are you? Well, who are you? I'm Sarah's husband. What? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bro, I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm not worried about you doing anything to me. I just, what are you trying to do here? Just wait there. I'm literally walking up the stairs right now. All right. Doing anything. Sarah. Yeah. Well, dude, I didn't know you guys were married, bro. I didn't know you were married. Man, how long have you guys been married? Six years. Oh, my God. Not anymore. <laughs> she literally told me you were a brother. Because there's pictures of you in there. Like on the wall, she looked like on my pictures, right? Yeah. She said that you were a brother. He been in the house smashing, homie. He been in the house. He said, he said, you fucking with me, aren't you? <laughs> Are you fucking with me? No joke. I saw dirty blonde hair and I was like, who the fuck's hair is like, I was at Brave Girl's home. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus. She's calling me right now. Hey, babe. I'll see you in a little bit. Bye. Hear me out. She's going to be home in 20 minutes. We need to fuck with her. What, like fucking surprise? Surprise! Do you want to do that? Let's do it. Actually? Action. You got beer? Come on. No, fuck beer, bro. We got fucking tequila. <laughs> you got some egos? Yeah, bro. By the way, that's real. That's fucking crazy. It's not fake, Connor. That one right there is real. So these dudes are best friends now. Let's fuck with her. You got beer? Fuck beer. We got tequila. You know what? I wish that that actually would happen more in the black community and the white community against the fucking cheater by the both the women's side and the men's side. Whoever the cheater is, I think the two... Because this is the thing. There's more senseless murders over a female or a male that are the ones doing the wrong thing than there is in just straight up 
actual acts of crime out there in America. We're killing each other over a broad or a man because that broad or man cheated and lied and didn't tell the other. Two dudes walk in like that and nobody knew that you were married. There's an issue, homie. That's not your problem. That's not the dude's fault. It, here, I've been told, I've asked, I've asked. Hey, man, you married? You got a man? What's up? Yeah, I do. Oh, for real? Well, I'm cool then. That's me. Then you got the person that says, what's up? You married? You got a man? Yeah, I do. Well, what's happening? Like, I want to hit it. I still want to hit it. It ain't my homeboy. Fuck it, right? That is where you get murdered, murked, shot up, or whatever, right? But when you walk up on the motherfucker and you don't know because I was never told or I was told no when I asked. You got a man? Nope. And then I go to your house one night and your man is there or your husband, not my fault. Right. And the two men and women should be able to work that out, but we don't no more. We're quick to pull a pistol. We're quick to scrap. We're quick to whatever it is, right? See, and I'm I'm also Jer Jaron Garen Gentry Jaron Gentry. Big Smitty, I don't know if I'm a true believer in homies over hoes. Because that shit has been proven to be a farce, a lie, a fallacy. Anything educationally that you need to learn, I can spit it to you because I'm very educational. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. Homies will fuck you over quicker than a hoe. <laughs> don't get it twisted and don't get it twisted and separate the difference between your homie your partner and your acquaintance because if you don't know there's a difference between a homie a partner and an acquaintance you are already in the hole so i know i'm here spitting realness to y'all i'm in church preaching but you guys gotta catch what i'm spitting you gotta catch what i'm spitting put on your mask if you don't want to get covid but that's what i'm saying catch what you're spitting I'm just saying, homies before hoes is kind of an old thing, dog. It's an old thing. Well, there's no more loyalty no more. These motherfuckers will fuck your best friends, wife, friends, wife all day. And then act like they don't even see it. You saw that shit the other day on that let's play two truths in a fucking lie or whatever. Remember that shit? That yeah, bitch yeah. acting like she was your best homegirl sleeping on your bed next to you and, and, and you found out she's fucking your man. Come on, man. So what do the hoes say? Hoes before men? <laughs> Hoes before bros. Like, no, you better not say that shit because I'll, I'll fuck around fucking men. <laughs> I don't know, Big Smitty. Ah, that's just me. Nah, that's you, real you, talk or jaw jacking. That's you know? real talk. That's real talk you just said, man. You broke it down. Like, listen, I I'm, I agree with you. Like, the violence, all that shit is unnecessary, especially when you didn't know. But at the same time, we don't, need, we don't need to be best friends, though. We don't need to be besties. I don't need to come to your house and drink with you and fucking... You know what? Let's surprise her. Like, this ain't no fucking game, though. Like, we cool. Like, it ain't your fault. It ain't my fault. And then it, you knew it was over, right? You you two just had some tequila. Y'all were cool. Like, fuck it. It is what it is. I'm out. Would you would you uh, tell your girl, hey, we're running a train on your ass? <laughs> I mean, you might as well go out with a bang. Literally a bang, 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 bang. One, one more fuck for all, all old time's sake, huh? <laughs> hey, 
I, I ain't know. with the I ain't with the train stuff. That, that, that's your generation, though. That's your generation. Y'all, y'all it is love our that generation. I, I've never really been like. Oh, like like I, I, I like it the other way. Like I've had females. I want female. I don't want to see your. Dick. I don't want to see that. Ain't you know you have one. Yeah, dude I, there. There's no way I'm. I'm just gonna fuck something that's. I you. can't even stay like this. Nah, you know, there's no way. Homie over there, and I'm over. Me and my homeboy, me and my best friend in the world, we had a girl like. She, so she basically sucking both of us, like swapping back and forth, right? And I'm like, either one of us could get our shit hard. Yeah. And like we it. was on separate couches a far apart from each other. And she I'm was like, like... She was spreading back and forth. So like, she be, she was over on me, right? Dog, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so funny, homie. I could get him on the phone right now. He was over on... She was on me. He was behind her, right? He, you know, he's... You know, he doing the test. Yeah, 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 yeah. That motherfucker's face, homie. I laughed so hard, I farted in a bitch face. <laughs> I laughed so hard, I farted in a bitch face. <laughs> he did like this and was like. He <laughs> <laughs> said it smelled so bad, homie. Now, he, he had a girl, though. So guess what? My daddy also taught me something. What do you tell you? Only thing to get bad badussy off your finger. Because you know, you know, right? Bad badussy, you can't get off. It's like it's like gutting a fish. <laughs> it's stuck. It's not coming off, homie. Right, right. All the dawn and all the oil, <laughs> it ain't coming off. you still like, God damn, that shit stank. There is a way to get it off. And my wise daddy taught me not only the fingertip. One fifty one Bacardi. Whoa. Burn that shit off. It'll burn it off. It'll burn your dick. But if you got it on your dick, you got to rub it in. You one fifty one. One fifty one Bacardi on your on your hands too. One fifty one. One fifty one on the dick. And then you can go back home to your girl. Clean, hey, brand new. <laughs> Clean the cell. At least it's not, let me smell your shit. Because a sister will say, let me smell your shit if you've gone too long. Right, right, right. Drop your pan. Let me smell your neck. Ah, let me smell your shit. Why it smell like 151? I spilled some liquor on me. We was at the homie house. You spilled some liquor on my fucking pan. I'm shitting uh, Peroxide don't do shit, Danny. You ain't had no pussy, Danny. And Eric, Eric Young, vinegar make it worse. You ain't yeah. had no pussy either. Stop lying. See, now you, you motherfuckers act like I ain't been around. You motherfuckers a lot. Vinegar don't do nothing. Vinegar's worse. It's, it's going to make the smell worse. It's, it's going gonna... to make it budusify, homie. You're going to take budusy, balls, dick, and pussy, and you're going to mix it with vinegar. You're going to budusify it. That's a new word. Come <laughs> on, homie. You're going to have budusification <laughs> all over the set place. <laughs> hell yeah, hell nah. We got to end it with a bang. Hell yeah, hell nah. You ready for this? Yeah. TikTok's probably going crazy. I haven't even got to look over there. Hell yeah, hell nah. Micah Parsons is better than Miles Garrett. Hell yeah, hell nah. Hell no. Answer that quick. I stand on it. I stand on it. Miles Garrett is different. He's a true blue defense lineman. 
Ryan, we get a studio. I thought that was Matt Rule in the motherfucker. That was like, uh. <laughs> he looked like a uh, he like a dirty Aquaman. I hey, thought bro. That was Matt Rule just got the number one player and shit. <laughs> Congrats, Matt. Hey, by the way, by the way, do you know the player that he flipped from Georgia, the quarterback we discussed yesterday that Matt Rule in Nebraska got to commit? Yeah. Do you know he went to four high schools and has committed to four colleges already? That's eight schools. Eight schools. Do you think I would offer that motherfucker? JB. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. JB would offer that kid or try to flip him. I'm going to go off on a limb and say hell no. Nah. That's my guess. Fuck no. I tell that motherfucker to stay at Georgia, stay at wherever, because you ain't going to last there anyway. See, that's the thing. People don't really want to. They're scared. They're scared to tell, to say, good luck. You know what they want? The kid wants you to recruit them. That's what it All is. All right. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Adidas has taken over Nike. <laughs> <laughs> hell no. Nah. Hold on. Let me rephrase it. Adidas <laughs> shoes. Have taken over for Nike shoes. Hell no. I I, I think hell yeah. On, on, on what, hell like, yeah. Adidas fits better. What you standing on? Adidas is starting to swag out. Adidas is starting to get more exposure. Adidas has been around a long time. People don't realize. Hell yeah. I think Adidas is taking Nike over. Quiet as cap. Man, look at the chat. Hell no. Stop it. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. JB not tapped in. Come on, bro. Hell no. Maybe for the old heads. My uh, Adidas looking ass. Like, no. Nike is still popping, bro. Nike's still the king. You know what? I was a Nike guy forever. Nike shoes are horrific now. They don't fit. They're shitty. They're stiff. They're they're tight. They're narrow. They don't fit a big foot in my foot. If Nike were to make a condom, I could not fit it. I'd have to wear Adidas. Y'all know who coming? Who making a comeback right now? Puma. Slowly but surely. Nah, they they've been trying. They can't crack that. Slowly, code. they. I'm telling you, you're not. They, 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 New Balance is making more of a dent than Puma. New Balance, yeah. New Balance is, yeah. Uh, New Balance. Hell yeah, slowly. hell no. Nah. The last one before we get out of here. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Girls in suits are sexier than girls in sweatsuits. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Hell yeah, I love a woman. No, I'm a, I thought you was going sweatsuit all day because I guarantee you this chat is going to go sweatsuit because y'all think that's the new shit. Nah, you got to wear a suit. Hell I yeah, love, you got to wear a I suit. I love a woman dressed up and like on her business shit. That shit fitting her body is kind of like it's subtle. You can tell she got a little shape, but you can't see everything yet. So it kind of keeps the imagination open. You know she got some money. Her nails is done. Her legs is shaved. She got cocoa butter on the skin. Her toes is done with the ankle bracelet on. The hair is up. She's smelling good. Ooh, wait. Smell like spritz and fucking. Oh, she smell good. I smell it right now, man. I love that. I love that. Look at Ash. Come on. He lazy as hell. There you go, Ash. There you go. Hell yeah for me. I love a girl in a suit. The girl that's in a, a sweatsuit to me seems like she stank. Now, if you would have said sundress, I probably had to. I, you know, I would have changed my ass. Hey, the girl I know in a sweatsuit stank. Cause you just feel like they ain't showered. They just nah, like they just stink. Now. They stink. Not stink, but stink. Are you okay? I'm sorry. 
Hey, I found that like button, man. Subscribe, man. Switch over to Mint Mobile, man. Hey, we need 997 more people. We gonna Bobby Beauty, I don't give a fuck. Go over there then, motherfucker. Shit. We don't give a fuck, motherfucker. <laughs> Why are you still here then? Take your motherfucking ass on. Nobody give a fuck. Nobody watch that shit no way. Hold on. Hey. We cool. We cool with Pat. We cool with Pat. They got hey, um, <laughs> Hell yeah, hell not. Nah. This show is the best on planet Earth. Hell yeah, and you gonna hit that like button, subscribe, go to Mint Mobile, man, make this shit blow up. We got T Rich Thursday tomorrow. Steve Kim gonna join us. Big Mac gonna try to join us, and we might have a special guest as well, man. Let's run these numbers up. Let's do this thing. We did. We just got our end of the year numbers. A little low on some areas, high on other areas, man. Let's keep this well, thing rolling. Because because your boy joined. That's why. That's why the numbers. I I, I wanted to be humble, but it, it says since June to December, this is the highest the show has ever grown in the three year period. So I don't know. I joined in. I joined in June, so I don't know what that means, but it's what it is. Jaw jacket. The new segment. Real talk or jaw jacket. We're going to make that into something. I like that a lot. Hey, much love, everybody. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member if you're not one, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. It is T-Rich Thursday. Steve Kim is back. Big Matt McChesney's back. We're all back. Mint Mobile is the spot. Go get you some new phone, side phone, side chick phone, burner phone, whatever it may be. Go get you that. And pound the like button, man. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace! Missing, we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missing, we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach J. Brown.